gentlemen and ladies. Ready for this train wreck to get started. How's everybody doing this evening? Beautiful Tuesday evening. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Had to get this party started. Boom. Look at that pretty boy right there. How y'all doing this evening? I appreciate y'all being here. All the usual suspects in there. Anthony McQuaid. Cat F. Infamous Boom Howard in the house. Ready for it to get started. And Latina, she made it early. I'm so surprised. I appreciate you being here. Did you get a notification this time? What happened? I know some people say they don't get notifications. Guess you could blame me, I guess. Man, it's hotter than four fried chickens in Tennessee today. It was nice today. I don't know what you're talking about hot. Felt damn good to me. Make sure you hit that like button on the way in. Hit that subscribe button on the way out. We got a full house, a full docket tonight, man. It's about to be wild. You saw the notification on time. Awesome. Awesome. The good thing's cold or rainy. Yeah, I saw that. Y'all got, y'all got snow down there too? What the heck's going on over there? What's going on in California right now? It's hot as shit in Tennessee, but cold as hell and snowing in California. I guess that's just where Jericho was at. Western Massachusetts, uh, Massachusetts, six inches of snow. Shit. We're still in February, though, so. Old man winter always tries us to give a last little uh, 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 on the way out in our neck of the woods, so. What up, Noel? Garcia's in the house, my ninjas. Yes, sir, yes, sir. I appreciate y'all being here. But damn sure. Ablamo, thank you, my rebels, for being here this evening. I appreciate y'all. Oh, wow, you had a great day today. It's your 25th anniversary. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I hope y'all have many, many more. That's awesome. Spending some time with us before the festivities start, I guess. <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. That's awesome. Everybody say congratulations to Kat. Doing the right thing out there. Keeping love alive. Where do we start, man? Where do we start? Let's start with Larry Elder's post. Actually, let me get this off the screen. Sorry about that. We're going to do a, a Larry Elder's post here in just one second. Figure out how to do these controls properly. There we go. Publish it up. 
I hope y'all get to see this now. Boom. Oh, Mr. Larry Elder. Blankety-blammo. Does anybody watch that show where uh, they go to the ancestry of the people and it's like whoever was the slave owner and who wasn't a slave owner, this, that, whatever? It's funny as hell right here. I, um, I know I had the clip somewhere. I need to get that clip, but the black Marxist scholar who supports reparations finds out she descends from a slave owner. And that shit was funny as hell. What up? SE Wolverine's in the house. What up, Bo? Man, y'all need to check out SC Wolverine's page. He's got some funny rhymes on there. It's a good time on his on his set over there. Y'all need to go holler at him. Um, he got that Zelensky song. I need to pull that up actually. Let's kick that off. Gonna kick it off right. I told Boomhauer about it, man. We need to get a little time and and put some uh, sweetness on that beat. Give me one second. Now we'll throw it up there. I appreciate y'all hitting that like button, hitting them subscribe buttons. But yeah, what is the name of that show? I don't know if you guys have seen that or not, where the uh, the people get on there and they find out where their descendants are from. They usually tell them, like, yeah, your uh, descendants were from slaves or this and that, whatever. I'm like, uh, okay. They usually find out uh, the otherwise, the latter, I guess you would say. Trying to type and talk at the same time. What the hell? I can't find the page. Why can't I find your page? You got something coming? Cool, cool. Yeah, your great, 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 great daddy, granddaddy sat next to hers. Yep. And then people were saying, oh, that uh, that was the, like kind of proving the point that uh, the slave owners were raping the women and that's how she's a descendant, supposedly. But the look on her face, she was like, no, I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. Yeah, I like the beat, though. I, w I wanted more lyrics on there. I wrote a little uh, I wrote a little verse for it. Not a whole verse, just like a couple lines. You know what I'm saying? I need to work on that, though. Everybody else was so busy trying to get paid. Making that money. But yeah, let me see if I can find that clip right now so you don't have to stare at that mug all day. SC, drop the link for your channel in this uh, chat, homeboy, because uh, for some reason I can't find that shit. It's supposed to be on my subscriptions. Yeah, let me go there. 
You're going to post some videos, homie. Anyway, drop that link in the chat and I'll fucking put it up here. So everybody can jam out to it while we're hanging out. Yeah, she hates the person inside her. Look at her. They always got that same look on their face like they're super excited to be there. You know what I mean? She happy. Happy, happy. Joy, joy. Okay, if you like the beat, the next one definitely got some lyrics. Wear it up. Do it. Yo, Ren and Stampy. Y'all remember that? That was a great show back in the day, man. Roll Ren and Stampy. Okay, Ren. He's like, I'm losing my patience. Then they would do those real zoomed-in close-ups of their skin or whatever, be totally fucked up. They got all kinds of different boils on their face and hair and stuff hanging out all over the joint. It was super detailed. Like hand-drawn shit. That, I like that animation. It was cool. It's all good. Get it when you get it, homie. Let me find that right quick. I think it was on uh, Benny Johnson's page, if I can't remember correctly. You think I would have this all ready to go, which, man, you lucky I'm even here. I'm cutting it close to not even being here. How was everybody's weekend, though? Did everybody have a good time? Have a good day. Trying to find this thing. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Shout out to Benny Johnson on this shit. What's up, guys? It's your boy, Benny. What if you had spent your entire life teaching that America was built by racist colonizers just to find out via DNA tests that you were the racist colonizer? You'd probably have the expression of the person right there on your screen. Who is this wicked witch? This is Angela Davis. Probably, Probably never, never heard, heard of that, that name. She's a dirty, dirty communist, communist from, from the 1970s. <laughs> <laughs> he don't pull no punches. We call her a dirty communist straight away. <laughs> Shout out to Benny. She'd be in jail, jail right, right now, actually, because she directly led to the... Yeah, and she's a Marxist, too, as he Wolverine says. Yeah, I should probably get out of the way so y'all can see where it says right there. The black Marxist scholar who supports reparations finds out she's the descendants from a slave owner. She descends from slave owners. Murder of a of couple, couple of people, people inside, inside of a courthouse. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. She, she wasn't, wasn't charged in one, one of the first woke, woke hands, hands up, don't, don't shoot propaganda, propaganda efforts of our corporate press. But, but nonetheless, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, she was, was shocked to find out that, that her dirty, dirty communist, America-hating, racist, racist ways... All have, have a way, way of 
finding, finding itself, itself back, back at God's, God's beautiful, beautiful irony, when, when she went, went on a PBS special, which tells people about their ancestry, and she found, found out that she herself is the racist. <laughs> this is about to be funny as hell. <laughs> Yes, yes, that's, that's right. right. Her, Her descendants, descendants came directly from, from the hundred people on the Mayflower. That, that is a list, list of the passages on, on the Mayflower. <laughs> no, I can't, can't believe this. this. <laughs> no. My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. Your ancestors came on the Mayflower. You are descended from one of the 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Oof. 101... It ain't Dalmatians. There was some hardcore fuckers back then, boy. Hardcore. Let's do it. Oh, you got Echo? I'm sorry about that. That's a little... Okay, I got you. Hang on one second. Thank you for that. Echo, Echo, Echo too much <laughs> to deal with right now. Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that you may have descended from people who laid never the foundation never. for this country? Never. <laughs> never. Oh, man. Never. They don't want to claim you either. Trust me. Former Black Panther Angela Davis shocked to learn she's a descendant of the Mayflower. Radical activist and fugitive Angela Davis was shocked to learn that she's a Mayflower descendant on Tuesday's episode of Finding Your Roots on PBS. Uh, Davis and What's the name of this show? Finding Your Roots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they got other ones on there too. <laughs> yeah. They filmed out that same shit and it's like, oh boy. And it's usually the ones that are really uh, adamant about how white people are bad and shit. Echo got fixed. Thank you. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Thank you. ...is for working with the Communist Party in the USA and the Black Panther Party in the 1960s and 70s. Her involvement in an armed takeover of a California courtroom resulted in four deaths and her placement on the FBI's most wanted list. She's 80 now, and Davis uh, was the latest to appear on this Ancestry show. Kind of an interesting concept there. Near the end of the episode, while discussing multiple members of her family, uh, the former Black Panther found out that she's a descendant of William Brewster, one of the 101 people who came over to the colonies. 101 people. Boom, Howard, you got that list? <laughs> Boom, Howard should have that list, man. 1620. She's just a dirty old communist, right? So this is her. This is one. Of, this is her descendant, apparently. Yeah. So I guess this was the guy. <laughs> oh, I guess better. Matt Walsh posted it too. She also descended from a slave owner on her father's side is a pilgrim. Her mother's side is a slave owner. Looks like Angela Davis owns some reparations. Angela Davis. Wasn't there a famous actress named Angela Davis, or am I tripping on that? Oh, you can see the resemblance. <laughs> uh, Dave Walker, what's happening? Nice to see you, sir. 
Do they look a lot alike? Let me go back. Start to catch it right there on that frame. Boom, there it is right there. Y'all think they favor each other a little bit? He got that fro a little bit. She got Betty Davis eyes. I don't know if she got this motherfucker's eyes, whoever he is. Whatever his name is. Her mother's side is a slave owner. Angela Davis owes some reparations. That's right. Angela Davis owes every. I'm going to go read that article and find out uh, what that dude's name is and do a little bit of research on that. That's funny. Her reaction was funny as hell, though, to me. She's like, no, no, that can't be. That can't be. 101 people who sailed on the Mayflower. Out their ancestry, and she. I can't believe this. <laughs> no. <laughs> My ancestors did not come here on the Mayflower. You, your ancestors came no. on the Mayflower. No, no, no. You no. are descending. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah, they did, too. Hell yeah, they did. Hulk Hogan's. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious, though. Boom, get that. Oh, whatever the hell her name is. Angela Davis. Let me get the hell out of here. People crazy as hell. A uh, warning for graphic footage on this next video here. Graphic footage warning. There was a mass casualty uh, mine collapse in China. I don't know if y'all seen that video or not, but watch this shit. These are all construction vehicles down here inside this. That shit's taking them over. The whole earth is moving right there and covering them up. It's like they're little toys in the sand. Just like God took his hand and went, boof. Covered my little toys up. Like you remember you were a kid, you were playing in the dirt out there with your uh, little uh, cars and trucks and stuff. I did that sometimes. I'm like, boof, to move the whole earth on them. These are all little dump trucks and stuff. They're in a mining operation right now. Watch this shit. Just went boom. I'm done playing with these right now. Just move all this earth right over on top of y'all. That's crazy. Would you think anybody survived on that? I mean, somebody maybe out here on these outskirts possibly, but like that whole earth was moving. Anybody that was on that top area? Anybody that was over here in this top area chilling? I mean, people up here, who knows what's going on up here? There's a road. I guess they come down the road or something. That's just amazing. That looks like a lot of loose dirt, though. You know what I mean? I don't know if, what the protocol is for mining on shit right there. But that's crazy. Super tonnage, I know. That's crazy. 
And that's it, man. I mean, I don't know if, what the hell happened to those. I mean, shh. Man, RIP to those people. That was crazy as hell. I mean, you're sitting at work one second, then the next second, you gone, son. You think you're going to get home to your family and have your eat your sandwich at lunchtime? Man, I can't wait till I get this last load dumped. I'm going to get me a sandwich. Boom, it's done. Yeah, like little Tonka trucks, homie. That's what they look like, little bitty micro-machines. Y'all remember micro-machines? Yeah, I think they're done too, man. Magatons on that ass. Oh, yeah, don't say that. They'll blame Trump. Shit, they already blamed him before the footage even hit people. What are you talking about? Where's your boy at, man? What's up with Fetterman? What's up with old neck, buddy? They're saying rumblings of the Democrats are hiding seriousness of John Fetterman's condition to avoid a special election. You guys seen this? You heard about this? Let's go check it out. John Fetterman is rumored to be brain dead while reportedly hospitalized in Walter Reed National Military Medical Center in Beth Bethesda. I don't know how you pronounce that word. This wouldn't be the first time Fetterman and the Democrats have hidden his health problems from the public. In May 2022, the Gateway Pundit reported Fetterman suffered a major stroke that almost took his life just months before the midterm elections. Democrats hid the seriousness of his condition and pushed him to campaign when he was not even capable of holding a conversation. Yeah, do y'all remember that? That was crazy as hell. Like, they sent him out there looking like a straight fool giving him a damn uh, laptop to respond to with the reporter, had him all set up with a screen and shit. Oh, his, it, oh, his neck buddy escaped the hospital and he didn't. Are you telling me that uh, the neck buddy escaped John Fetterman and eloped with his wife? Because they went ziplining. She took the kids ziplining. She went to Canada. I followed a post on Twitter. She said, uh, it's always good to have your passport because you never know when you need to run. I'm going to find that post. Give me one second. I'm going to find it. I got it. We got all kind of crazy stories tonight, man. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Make sure y'all hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Yeah, yeah, here she goes. We did some scary things, but we did them together. We ziplined over Niagara Falls and August got stuck. I guess the kid's name is August. We talked about flexibility and the need to always have an open heart and open mind. 
went ziplining over the falls and August got stuck. They're trying to rescue him now. Went ziplining over the falls and August got stuck. They're trying to rescue him now. Does this look normal to you guys? Like if your husband was brain dead and had a stroke and shit, would you be out ziplining with the kids? I know you want to take their mind off stuff and now he's all stuck. It's funny how things happen. Is that wild or what? Like she's out ziplining with the kids. They at the Niagara Falls hanging out. Does that seem normal to y'all? Brain did. Yeah, you read somewhere she left the country. Yeah, she did. She went to Canada, eh? Here we go. She says... I'm not really sure how to navigate this journey, but I'm figuring it out slowly. One week ago today, when the news dropped, the kids were off from school and the media trucks circled our home. I did the first thing I could think of, pack them in the car and drive. We also talked about how joy and fun can and must still exist even when someone we love is in pain. And tomorrow, who knows? I will try all over again. And she's got the little the kids doing the stuff. And people giving their own wishes to old Federbugger. I just think that's weird. Try to find the one where she says, uh, about the passports. I'm trying to find it. Yeah, they're weird, man. It's in her timeline here. I might have passed over it, but. She definitely talked about having the passport ready and wrote and ready to go. Weird, though. And then here's here's her pen. This is her pinned tweet. This is like the one that comes up at the very beginning of her shit. Pennsylvania, the spouse of your new senator, is a formerly undocumented immigrant. Thank you. Like, she's she's blowing the lid off the news at that time. That's back in 2022, in November. I mean, everybody knew it already. Was she just confirming what they knew? As he said, everybody knew his health was in terrible, was terrible, and they still ran him. The whole thing probably made his health worse. Oh yeah, for sure, dude. You can tell the evil of the left. It starts with them not asking them what 
And then they don't think consequence. Oh, for sure, dude. They don't think two steps in front of their face. So they're saying, uh, like the GOP, they want him to uh, come out. We want to see your body, man. I mean, where are you at? Where are you? Uh, Fetterman did not come clean on his health for, for years regarding his heart disease or how damaging last year's stroke was. He now has a pacemaker and defibrillator implanted. Did y'all know that? Is that some new shit or is that something we already knew already? It was only recently reported that he has serious mental health challenges. <laughs> we already knew that. From the stroke that have taken a psychological toll on him. Well, hell. Unfortunately, Lady Ziplining was probably looking for a new rich eggplant to replace her husband. Oh, yeah, she done eloped with the neck buddy. That's probably why they got hung up. Neck buddy got uh, hung up in that rigging. Gateway Pundit reported yesterday that Fetterman is much worse than he, his wife, and staff are telling the public after checking into the hospital for clinical depression on February 15th. He may have been hospitalized because he is unable to take care of himself or needs a better plan to take care of himself, both physically and emotionally. She probably got tired of taking care of him, was like, you know what, this is way too much work. You need to check yourself in. I'm out. I ain't got time for you. I'm out. It's a lot of work taking care of somebody that's if they're if he's brain dead, like they're saying, it's a lot of work trying to deal with somebody like that. It ain't for the faint of heart, and you know? it's for not for somebody that's trying to get over here just for She's an illegal, obviously undocumented my beehole. She's an illegal alien. They want to put illegal in there, set a whole precedence and be like, oh my God. Now all the illegals will vote for her. Like, psh, illegals can vote now? What the hell? Y'all crazy as hell. Instead of questioning Fetterman's health and ability to serve, Democrats are spinning the narrative and calling him brave for admitting his problem and seeking help by checking himself into a hospital for it. Pennsylvania's new Democrat governor, Josh Shapiro, Say that three times fast. And even said he will reject any suggestions that Senator John Fetterman should resign. Oh, come on, dude. He's going to perform his shit from the hospital bed then? Crazy as hell. 
They knew it a long time ago. Yeah, they did. Yeah, he said he shouldn't resign and he's brain dead. Like he's going to do it from the hospital bed? I don't understand. New rumors may explain why he is unable to take care of himself. They cannot, uh, the Gateway Pundit cannot currently verify these rumors. So they're rumors. Viral tweet from John Cardillo, a former NYPD officer turned conservative radio host and social media influencer, called for an investigation into whether John Fetterman, Democrat from Pennsylvania, may be clinically brain dead as Democrats engage in a cover-up to avoid a special election before August. Cardillo's tweet made a significant splash on social media. Was that that like pink splash that they were talking about? The Republican pink splash? Splash. Yeah, that was uh, Fetterman's family zip lining. You saw that, didn't you? Yeah, let me go back to it. She was there was zip lining there. And she wasn't acting like they were too concerned about what was happening to him. Went zip lining over the falls. And August got stuck. They're trying to rest. Yeah, so that's the family right there zip lining. If someone on the right was brain dead, I would at least say they should should get someone else, not the left. Oh, no, no. Yeah, man, they just go, yeah, we'll prop him up, even though he's a brain dead as hell. He ain't going to resign. Bina, what's happening? They're trying to rescue him now. They shouldn't even report back if he got rescued or what. Like, I don't even know if he even got rescued. So his uh, tweet got uh, lots of views on Twitter. However, the headline USA was unable to verify the accuracy of either claim Federmo was clinically brain dead or that August 18 deadline would allow far left Governor Josh Shapiro to avoid calling a special election. The headline USA reached out to both Cardillo and Federman Press Secretary John Calvello and we will update with any response. Pennsylvania law stipulates that special election must be held at the time of the next general or municipal election occurring at least 90 days after the happening of such vacancy. Fetterman's near-fatal stroke was widely concealed by and later downplayed by the media during his senatorial race last year, enabling him to handily defeat celebrity doctor Mehmet Oz on the strength of early mail-in voting palloting before the two had even debated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's crazy as hell. Federman prefers hoes. That's why he was married one. Uh-oh, yeah. 
Oh, show. And they're they're saying that uh, if he dies or can't hold his office, that the wife can take it over. That's what Laura Loomer was saying. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty serious if that's true. That's pretty serious. Yeah, is that true? I don't know if that's true or not. Hose mad, hose mad, hose mad. Yep. Speaking of which, speaking of them, speaking of thems, here's your favorite one right here. Think of it then in the context of like, I like to think about a lot of things in the context of a Venn diagram. I love Venn diagrams. Always ask, is there a Venn diagram for this? I'm telling you, it will, it's fascinating when you do. So Dude, how many times has she had interviews where she tells about these damn Venn diagrams? And you see what they're doing down here in the Chinese part while she's waving her hands around like she just don't care? They're like teaching their students real stuff on a, a like pressure-sensitive key, uh, a television screen, a computer screen. Yeah, I mean... Look at this shit. Like they got a touch screen with doing chemistry and whatnot. The teacher's teaching them actual physics, mathematics, chemistry, science, real stuff that's going to take them far in the world. And these idiots up here talking about them Venn diagrams. Like, bitch, what are you talking about? The education system setting uh, difficulty was chew toy on ours. There was system is on difficulty setting God mode. Like, look at the shit they're doing there in their classrooms. Then our classrooms, she's over here talking about Venn diagrams and dumb shit. Think of it then in the con text of like I like to think about a lot of things in the context of a Venn diagram I love Venn diagrams always ask is there a Venn diagram for this I'm telling you it will, it's fascinating when you it's do it's fascinating so, Venn diagram those three circles right so on this the intersection yeah between climate extreme climate right which can somebody do a Venn diagram on all the dirty sex shit they'd be teaching kids with with this shit here Somebody needs to do that and show it to her. Maybe she'll get it. Underwater basket weaving. Yeah, that's what we get taught. What's the What's the big thing that they get taught in schools nowadays? Gender shit? That's the number one thing. This is how I do the twirl. China, yeah, for damn sure. And this, that's does the the vice president, fucking idiot. And then you saw Joe Biden out there. 
He said, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. I'm like, uh, what? I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Like, come on, dude. I don't know. I think Biden is pretty fucking dumb. Speaking of which, here we go here. And I have a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd he said she'd come in and do things that you not that you probably wouldn't learn in nursing school and medical school. And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was a, there was a connection, a human connection. <laughs> She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. Not a joke. He always says he's not joking. Like everybody thinks that he's just some kind of comedian. We're laughing at you, sir, for sure. He said she'd breathe on me to make that human connection. Like what the hell? What a weirdo. What a weirdo. Check out Amazon. It's got uh, Amazon Prime Day happening right now. Everybody come and get it. If you wonder why you ain't got your package yet, probably because the uh, driver got accosted and Got a shit jacked. Look, everybody's just coming to get whatever they can. As soon as the first one starts, I don't know how the video started. Here's the, here it looks like the driver right here. Watch this lady. She ain't even really part of the action right here though. Watch. Got something in her hand. Snatch it. Give it to me. Boom. Now you're on the ground. Then this person robbed her of something else. Everybody just taking shit everywhere. Look like a bunch of damn ants. Like they were, uh, like you dropped a piece of cheese on the ground or something. A bunch of ants come over and attack that shit. You always miss what, Bina? I'm sorry, I missed what you said. I mean, what the fuck, dude? I don't even know if this, I guess I don't know if this lady was the driver or, or maybe she was trying to keep from people from stealing the van. This person actually almost tried to get in the van, like they're gonna take it and run off. <laughs> it's crazy. Everybody just gets a, a box and goes. Who know? Who knows what even is any of that stuff is? Could be VHS copies of Dwarf on Golf. They don't know. They're just stealing it. Yeah, it's got to stop. What the hell's going on, dude? It's uh, uh, They see an opportunity and they take it, I guess. That's what criminals do. Then you got Zelensky saying that uh, 
the U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we're sending the sons and daughters to war in our country, and they'll have to fight, and they'll be dying. Like, what? Yeah, BLM for sure. Oh, you're missing the Amazon <laughs> Prime Day specials? Yeah. I missed that one, too. I thought I had privilege. Did I not get my notification on that? I, I, my, my privilege was uh, expired that day. Let's know Zelensky. The U.S. will have to send their sons and daughters exactly the same way as we are sending their sons and daughters to war, and they will have to fight because it's uh, NATO that we're talking about, and they will be dying, God forbid, because it's a horrible thing. The U.S. will have to... Yeah, yeah, that's your boy right here. Anthony McQuaid. Did you see my post that I made today? That fool was out here selling uh, with uh, Brad Paisley pushing the damn, uh, his new hit single... Let me go to that beast right quick. I don't know if y'all saw that or not. He was a comedian. He was the president. That's what it was. Like, he was a comedian. We're talking about Zelensky. Bina said, I heard he played a good president on TV. Yeah. Um, he was in a television show over there from what I heard, so allegedly. He uh, was an actor that was playing, or comedian that was playing an actor that uh, ended up getting a job being a president. <laughs> like, dude, you can't make this shit up, man. What the hell? Did y'all see this? Hang on one second. Yeah, this is Zelensky doing a little backtrack with uh, Brad Paisley. And he's like singing over it. Not singing over it. He's voicing over it with some of the driest um, country guitar. I mean, it. it's not even country guitar. It's just a little acoustic picking or whatever, but... They're trying to make it as uh, corn-fed as possible and putting this Ukrainian trash on top of it. And you just now alive. Yes, but I think we appreciate the same things. Children. Children. Freedom. freedom our flag. Our flag. Our soldiers. Our soldiers. Our people. Our people. That's beautiful, Brad. I mean, that's it. <laughs> And it's got him at the front saying, what do you got to say, Mr. President? He's like, oh, I said, give me more money, you idiot. Did I see the skit where he played the piano with his, when his uh, hot dog? No, I didn't see that. Was that the same guy? I have seen a video like that, but I don't know if it was him or not. He was in a wet boy band, too. Yeah, I just saw some new footage uh, the other day of him doing some mess and another them little video skit thing thing, whatever the hell. 
country music star Brad Paisley to talk about his new song called Same Here. Brad, great to see you. It's great to see you guys. Thanks a lot for wanting to talk to me tonight. So we played a little snippet of your new song, and um, I'll just do the big reveal. That was President Zelensky in your song. It's not every day that President Zelensky's in a country song, so how did that come to pass? Country music star Brad Paisley to talk about his new song. Yeah, how did that come to pass? Then he was talking about, she said, are you going to go over to Ukraine? Have you visited? Have you went over there yet? Like it's the vacation spot to be. I'm like, ain't they supposed to be having a war going on over there? The bougiest fucking war I've ever seen. Every celebrity in the world's been over there. The president just went over there. Oh, uh, the our financial secretary just went over there. If that's her correct title, what the hell? Uh, Jalen, Yellen, whatever her, her raggedy ass name is. Yep, R.I.P. to Brad's career. I never bought any of his shit to begin with, but if you keep buying his stuff, you're, you're giving money to Ukraine, obviously. More money to Ukraine, yay! Well, everybody's starving of this motherfucker. I, 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 I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> R.I.P. headphone users. Is. I know where the... You think I'm joking. I learned a long time ago about the... I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. <laughs> I know where the power is. I know where the power You think I'm joking. I learned a long time ago about... I learned a long time ago. Has he really learned anything? I but I'm not stupid. <laughs> Has he really learned anything? Has he really learned anything? I don't know. I know where the power is. I know where the power is. You think I'm joking? I learned a yeah, long the time ago about there. the... Oh, yelling. I, I, I may be a white boy, but I'm not stupid. Yeah, here she goes. What are you doing over there? What are you doing? I don't know why they got to put music on everything. They're trying to get everybody's channel taken down because of some raggedy-ass music. He learned how to call white people stupid. Yeah, it's funny how he don't need an interpreter when uh, sometimes, then other times, he'll be like, oh, I need an interpreter. He's got his little ear to piece in and shit like, like he can't understand the language. Like, get the fuck out of here. What's she even doing there? What's she yelling about? Oh, Janet Yellen. What's she yelling about? Janet Yellen is in Ukraine. Why? I know Zelensky said our our troops need to go over there and die for him for them. Are you fucking for real? Who the fuck do you think you are? you think you are <laughs> Zelensky I don't think so son Zelensky saying we need to go over there and uh, give up our troops for him you crazy as hell you crazy as hell 
Yeah, this story right here is going to be for Anthony. It's your boy right here. I don't know. If, uh, these are some new actors, I guess. I, this dude don't look familiar to me, but it says Tragic Walking Dead star Jansen Pantieri, Panettieri has uh, died suddenly due to heart complications. The star's passing was confirmed last week after law enforcement officials were called to his home in New York. The actors, actors and extras on set were all reportedly mandated to take it. Yeah. Do you know who this one is, Anthony? I don't know what part that he played in the show. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I don't know. This He's a young guy. Yeah, he was a Walking Dead star, one of the Jansen. Let's see if we can find out who he is. Didn't say how old he is or anything, I don't believe. Oh, somebody says uh, not to be crass, but wasn't he only in one episode? I mean, whether he was in one episode or not, they put it on there. Unrelated news. Yeah, that's after you stop watching it too, yeah. I just thought that was wild. I'm like, damn, I wonder if Anthony is going to know who this is. And y'all saw old Gabrielle Union changed her, uh, well, changed his son into a, a girl. And the W, uh, the, the NAACP awards Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union for raising a trans child. So they gave him uh, an award for being so inclusive. Does homeboys wee wee still feel inclusive? Because it's probably laying on the floor somewhere. Don't they lop that thing out? What happens? Fina said, I stopped watching after Glenn died. I still watched it after that. I st I'd stopped watching after uh, when they announced that they were going to kill Rick. I don't care who they kill in the show. I don't give a damn. I like the show because they did kill people. Like They weren't scared to, to off uh, any characters. No matter how dedicated you were to them that's what made the show real it made it more authentic you know what i mean uh to believe that everybody got saved all the time would be unrealistic well so would zombies and shit still but you know my point is you don't announce what's going to happen on the show before it happens you know what i mean you just let it happen and let everybody react how they want to because they were going to do it anyways So this is, look how masculine her energy is. And if you pay attention to how she's uh, delivering this line, she sounds like she's got a lot of conviction about it. But then notice how she cuts her eyes back to the, the teleprompter after she makes her little points. I'll give you some sound. Be a better human just simply by being who you were born to be. 
our baby girl, Zaya Wade. So baby, thank you for showing the world what courage looks like. I'm proud that I was chosen to stand in place as your father. And thank you so much to the NAACP for this incredible- Stand in place as your father? Is that not her real daddy or what the hell we're looking at here? Yeah, he does act fruity, don't he? She's wearing the pants and the Johnson in that family. Oh, right out in public. Yeah, for sure. And now stands with us again at the foot of a very... So pay attention. Uh, this dude looks like Prince, first of all. New era. I don't know if this is him, her, she, them. I don't know who this person is, but they're, they're fixated on him. This shit was on BET, by the way. Shout out to BET for that quality black entertainment television. Of activism. A new era that demands our collective answer. Okay, now see, she's very convicted. She's going to go and be convicted about her answer. Then she comes back to the queue every time. Answer to one simple question. Will we fight for some? Or will we fight for all of our people? Some or all of our people. So she's meeting black people, whether they are trans, gay, whatever. Is that going to be Republican black people too? Or are they going to be haters on that as well? Boom. Take it home with you. Look at his face. By being who you were born to be. Rights of the LGBTQIA, trans, and gender nonconforming people continues to be rough. That's a huge understatement. Even and she knew you tell she's reading it right there. That's a huge understatement. Like she's reading the cue card. I mean the mm -hmm. teleprompter, obviously. Were born to be. She's so upset about it. All upset, all upset. Can actually build bridges, right? They don't fan the flames of hatred or division. They don't enable lawmakers or justice systems to look the other way when black trans people are under attack. Who's attacking everybody? They always say that they're being under attack. Who's attacking them? I seen the six foot four big ass dude that was chopping somebody in the face. I saw that one. Looked like he was attacking people. Yeah, everything lit up in the red background as usual. I got red background on my shit right now because we got American flags and whatnot. I mean, this right here is all you really need to know. China's military. Russia's military. America's military. I saw a meme actually that was funny. It was, uh, you remember, this is your brain on drugs. I had the skillet and the eggs. It was saying, uh, this is your brain, or this was your brain on drugs. Now you can't afford the eggs. And the stoves have been outlawed. <laughs> What's up, mama? There's a baby. What are you doing? Are you saying hi to people? 
Give me living. Hi. Say hi to Heather, everybody. Hello. She's a baby. Yeah, yeah. Why isn't your straightness celebrated? You'll get banned just for saying stuff like that. Yeah, I saw that when the Transformer killed that girl and beating her death on that vacation. Yeah, they were supposed to uh, go down there and... Uh... You hit me up on Rumble as well. Yeah, I got the chat open right here. Hello. It's like Mission Control back here, dude. I got way too much going on. I got a dog, I got a pet. Yeah, she's a good girl. Everybody loves Heather. Thank you. She's beautiful. She won all kind of trophies. She's a baby. She's a good baby. All right, let's get back to this show. If you like what you're hearing, hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. All those fun things. This one's here for you, boy. Look at your girl. Look at your girl. Everybody's thirsty on her right now. <laughs> oh, uh, SC, the doggy's name is Heather. This is AOC right here. AOC doing her yoga poses. They getting hunt down in the streets. Yep. Oh, the golden says hello. Hello, Loki. Yeah, this is my Boomhauer uh, palate cleanser of the day, I guess. He has to have his AOC fix. Gotta have that AOC fix. Yeah, so... Uh, let me go back to this here. There we go. Kabam. Oh, you saw the uh, headline. They got him. So the guy that was a uh, suspect charged in the fatal shooting in downtown St. Louis, they got him. He's charged in the fatal shooting in downtown St. Louis. On Tuesday, was charged in the fatal shooting of a man in downtown St. Louis one day earlier. There's so many shootings happening, man. So many... Uh, People getting into some craziness. Oh, I can't read this. Let's listen to it. St. Louis. A suspected gunman on Tuesday was charged in the fatal shooting of a man in downtown St. Louis one day earlier. The suspect, 23-year-old Deshaun Thomas, was taken into custody hours after the shooting when he was spotted by an officer on patrol. Police said Tuesday. Witnesses told investigators the suspect killed the man after a fight near the Shell gas station in the 700 block of North Tucker Boulevard. The victim, identified Tuesday afternoon as David Saldana, was found killed on the sidewalk shortly after 10 a.m. Monday in front of the Globe building near Tucker and Convention Plaza. Police believe Saldana may have been homeless. Thomas ran from the scene, police said Tuesday. The officer who spotted him called for backup, 
and police arrested Thomas as he entered the St. Louis Public Library on Olive Street. He was arrested without incident, and officers said they found a gun and a bullet casing on him. A bystander video of the killing circulated online Tuesday despite social media companies including Twitter taking down several versions. The video shows two men standing over Seldana, who is sprawled on a curb on Tucker as vehicles drive by and at least one pedestrian walks past. One of the men leaves the area while the other struggles to load a gun. The man loading the gun appears to talk briefly on a cell phone, loads the gun and shoots Saldana one time in the head. The video ends with the video narrator saying, he just, expletive, killed him. Previously, man shot and killed after fight in downtown St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah, so they got the guy, finally. But I, I did see that if you guys watch the Salty Cracker channel, which I'm sure all you guys do. Uh, he showed a video of it. Let's see if I can find it right quick. Yeah, here it goes. I'm not going to show you the whole thing, but this is it right here. Like the guy is loading it up or whatever. This is the guy that he ended up shooting right there. It sounded like a fucking... I said that was a gunshot. So I guess they already shot once and the, whoever the dude's videotaping, there was already one shot that went off. Maybe he missed it. Yeah, so he's getting it ready now, pulling back the slide and he's taking a long time trying to figure it out. And he ended up killing that guy. So, I mean, we don't need to go any further in the video to you get the point. But they got the guy finally. Trying to get the dudes down. Uh, photo there. Just had it up. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're saying they're suspected that he was a homeless guy. Not confirmed, I guess, but... Not confirmed, I guess, but I mean, they didn't get the guy. Thank God they got the guy, though. You always got to have that situational awareness. I mean, I guess if you're uh, out on the street, you probably don't care too much about what happens to you, but I would encourage people to try to be safe at all times if they could. And you remember the story from last week with uh, Daniel Riley. He was the guy that actually ran over the girl in St. Louis. And Kimberly Gardner is the circuit attorney out there. And the attorney general already said that he's, uh, he moves for the removal of her ass. And he had the filing and everything going there. Oh, uh, Hannity was talking about it. Good reason, because without safety, life becomes very difficult when you have woke DAs refusing to prosecute even violent criminals and recommending lenient sentences in the name of, quote, social justice 
they are hurting their own community. So what can be done? Well, out in Missouri, the attorney general is now working to fire a St. Louis circuit attorney named Kim, Kim uh, Gardner. Now, keep in mind, St. Louis is one of the most dangerous cities on earth. And in return, Gardner is now playing the race card. Take a look at this. Yeah, so if you don't remember, this is doing the, Mc, the McClarskys or McCluskies or whatever the hell those people's name were in St. Louis, where they came riding through their neighborhood. And she ended up trying to get them on charges and shit. Look at this lady with the mask on behind her. Subliminal messaging right there. While it is true my office could have done more, to say we did nothing is only disingenuous, but it's willfully ignorant of the reality of our court system. We're going to fight very hard for justice in spite of the vitriol, the hate, the racist attacks, the known manipulation of the court procedures to make sure our office fails. All right, joining us now to, to make sure their Missouri office fails. Like, I mean, if we're just putting the facts out there, they let the dude go several times. What are you supposed to do when they let him go over and over and over and over again? Yeah, Soros won't be happy the DA is getting fired. Yeah, homeboy already said he's filing the paperwork for it. I already read the paperwork. Sonia, what's happening? Everybody, welcome, Sonia. Well, Andrew Bailey is with us, sir. Welcome to the program. Um, let's Thank you for start, having me on. Let's start with what it is that this attorney is doing, what Kim Gardner is doing, and why it is she should not be holding this position, because what we have is a phenomenon. We have the funding of very weak on law and order uh, candidates being funded, being elected to office only because of the money spent, and they don't, they don't enforce the laws of the land, they don't prosecute criminals, and Americans now are at risk as a result. Your thoughts? Yeah, look, this is about the rule of law and justice for victims. I come from a prosecutor's office. I've used prosecutorial discretion to determine whether or not I have sufficient evidence to pursue cases. And that's what prosecutorial discretion is about. It is not an after-the-fact veto to nullify laws you don't like. So if you don't want to enforce laws, don't take a job as a prosecutor. But what we have in the city of St. Louis is a circuit attorney who is illegally unlawfully, willfully neglected her duties. And she's done that in three ways. She's failed to prosecute pending cases that then languish on the docket. And he put these talking points in the uh, referral too. And are eventually dismissed. She's failed to inform and confer with victims, which is her constitutional and statutory, not to mention her moral obligation. And she's also failed to file new charges referred to her by law enforcement officers. So we're going to stand up and fight for the rule of law and for justice for these victims. Let's talk about her failure to notify or confer with victims. Let's talk about the Daniel Riley case, uh, a teenage athlete walking back to a hotel in downtown St. Louis in February. Uh, Miss Edmondson and her family walk down the sidewalk. A speeding car, Daniel Riley crashing into another car, striking uh, Miss Edmondson, uh, severing one of her legs, maiming another. What happened in that case? Well, look, 
defendant Riley should have been locked up in jail awaiting trial. He was arrested for a violent offense and should not have been out on bond. But after he was out on bond, he committed numerous bond violations, and the circuit attorney never moved to revoke his bond. Now, she will tell you that she made oral motion in court and that it's the court's fault his bond wasn't revoked. But she has a responsibility here, and here's the thing that she's got a problem with. Everything that happens in court... Yeah, if you see right here, I just put the photo on screen there. News 4 investigates a man violated house arrest over 100 times before the severe crash. And I went through that the last stream. I don't know if you, most of you guys didn't catch that or not, but this is the same guy we're talking about. It's transcribed. There are court records in the form of electronic docket entries, and there are memos that become part of the court record. And what she's saying happened is directly refuted by the evidence in this case. She says that on August 10th, she fought against bond for Mr. Riley, and yet the, the transcript from that hearing shows she consented to the bond. So her, her statements don't add up, and luckily we have evidence to disprove them. But this isn't about just one case. This is a continuous pattern of behavior that constitutes an illegal, willful neglect in office. All right, so do you believe you have the capacity to finally remove her? That is exactly what we're doing. We filed a writ of quo warrento. It's a legal mechanism provided in statute by the people's elected representatives that empowers me to take this action. It's a check and balance at the state level against this kind of behavior. And it's time for the circuit attorney to go and the rule of law and justice to prevail. All right, Attorney General Bailey, we appreciate your time. Yeah, crazy as hell. So hopefully that shit will go through and they'll get rid of that dude. I mean, that, that woman. And they'll get rid of his ass too. I ain't, I ain't playing with it. Yeah, so if you want to read the whole document, it's on my Twitter page. But it's all in there, how the, the young lady got injured, the different facts from the case, all that stuff. Everything is in there. You want to go check that out? Go check it out. The law and order is something that America. Make sure you hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. There goes that Twitter link for you right there. I appreciate y'all. One second here, guys. Talk amongst yourselves. See here. Oh yeah, oh, uh, FEMA had a press conference in uh, 
East Palestine. Now new information tonight on the toxic train derailment in East Palestine. FEMA, along with the EPA, held a news conference earlier this evening to update us on the cleanup process. Cleanup will resume tomorrow after being paused yesterday. The EPA announced it has found certified facilities that can accept toxic wastewater and soil from the derailment site. I want to make it very clear. Every disaster is different. And we want to hear from the impacted residents. We want to hear. Cat says, can the, can the girl's family sue the courts for letting him out? Um, I would say so. In my opinion, I would say that'd be proper. I'd sue the DA. I'd sue uh, the judge. I'd sue everybody that was involved in that. And you know, that's how those Scientologists got people to leave them alone is when the IRS came looking for them to pay taxes and shit, they sued the individual agents that came looking for them, not even the, the government, the individual agents who were working for the government as a job, like Smitty Go, what's his name? They, they looked up your ass. They put a web page up about you, how you did all kind of crazy shit. They stalked them into the ground, son. So I would, I would sue everybody involved in that shit. Sew them into the ground. I don't know how much of this I can say, but I'll put this on the screen. They're talking about plaque from your teeth. They're talking about teeth plaque. Like a plaque on the wall. You know what I'm saying? It's rare. It's rare. Real. It's now. The, the, the black plaque on the wall is an ancient disease that continues to pose a threat all over the world. May even in your own backyard. We're working toward a solution. Think you can help? See if you qualify to join this or an investigational that. Yeah, I mean. And then this is the website. Don't let that ruin your day. And that's real. I went to the website. Like, what the hell? Are you for real right now? What is this? Yeah, some kind of, some kind of something. I can't tell you what it is, though. You just have to use your imagination. Like coming up with an excuse for this uranium factory. Officials say there was an emergency at the Y-12 National Security Complex this morning around 9 a.m. And we're told it was a fire involving uranium. Right now, there's no off-site impact. And officials also say no injuries were reported. And we also just learned that all employees have been accounted for. We want to go out live to WATE 6 on your side reporter Molly O'Brien. She's out in Oak Ridge right now. Molly, what can you tell us? 
Yeah, Alexi, like you said, good news. There is no threat to the public. But what I can tell you is crews responded to a fire involving uranium in building 9212, which is actually on the west side of the complex when they crews were eventually or excuse me workers were eventually evacuated there were a couple hundred workers and they put a shelter in place now what i can tell you is all employees have been accounted for no injuries were reported at this time and like i said that fire involved ukrainium the protocols to put out in fire involving uranium is different at this time or is different right now we asked officials what that looks like here's what they had to say that building does uranium processing for all of our uranium-based missions. Uh, as the Uranium Center of Excellence for the NNSA, uh, we, we process uh, materials in support of nuclear Navy mission. So they do uh, nuclear stuff from the military. And they had a fire down there. No big deal, though. Don't worry about it. As part of non-proliferation and as part of our classical NSA missions. Yeah, so this is uh, your boy from Rebel News. He does a little spiel on it. Territory. You know when you Ezra Levant, you guys subscribe to his show. He's one of the Rebel News uh, reporters. Think nuclear weapons, you might think California, you might think uh, Los Alamos, you might think uh, Lawrence Livermore, but Tennessee was where it actually happened. So much so that did you know that there's only two U.S. states that are memorialized by having an element on the periodic table named after them? You know, there's Americium, there's Europium, there's Francium, Polonium, Germanium, but there's only two U.S. states, Californium and Tennessee. Element number 117, named in large part because of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Whatever you think. I had no idea that there was a periodic table element named after Tennessee. Did y'all know that? in large part because of the Oak Ridge National Laboratory. Whatever you think of the nuclear bomb, and I put it to you, it ended the war against Japan early and ended up saving probably a million lives. Tennessee is a very important place in the world of nuclear research. Yeah, I remember doing the periodic table as a kid. I don't remember Tennessee being on there. And you saw that story on ABC. There is an industrial fire at the successor to the Manhattan Project. Did you hear about that on the CBC yet? Yeah, you're not going to hear about that shit on the mainstream news. That's pretty big and from pretty big news, wouldn't you think so? I think that's news. You know, when we sent our team down to Ohio, I, I said to them, look, just follow the facts wherever they lead, but just realize there are so many trains across the United States and there's so much freight and so much heavy equipment and industrial goods. Yeah, oh, Alien, you remember it from school? It had Tennessee on it? Get that out of the way. So travel by train, which we would... I mean, I'm, that's where I'm from. I think I would have remembered that as a kid. Prefer. We don't want that stuff going on our roads through our cities. There are four derailments a day in the United States. So this could just be some random accident. <laughs> it happened to be 
you know, in a spectacular setting near a town. Totally unrelated. Just a random accident. As opposed to in the middle of nowhere. So I, I said to our team, follow the facts wherever they lead, but don't jump to conclusions. This could just be a random derailment. It's a little bit harder to say that when the fire is at the Manhattan Project. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing to see. Don't even worry about it, dude. Don't even worry. It's like that we play this clip every day. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. And I have one question for you. And it is pure speculation. It's not disinformation because I think you're still allowed to ask questions. You know, I look at the war in Ukraine and I look at how the United States and the United Kingdom and other countries, including Canada, are getting involved in that war with Ukraine as the proxy. Ukraine is the battleground, but it's really Russia on one side with China now its ally. Mm-hmm. So shit's getting thick over there now, I guess, huh? Then he shows a little bit of the bridge that was getting exploded. Kilometers away. And you remember this incredible footage of a bomb exploding right under the Kerch Bridge, which is a mighty bridge Boom. built by Vladimir Putin. All right, Peter, those folks that were just going to go get some noodles. Didn't they come up with the word misinformation? Probably. They do all kinds of stuff. Oh, it was discovered in 2020, so you wouldn't have known about it. Oh, okay, you got it. I was going to say that would have had to have been something after the fact added, I guess. Since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control. We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. And that's when he was talking about destroying the Nord Stream pipeline there. Totally unrelated shit, though. And here he talks about where the uh, computer malfunctions for the airports. This was not just one airline or another. This was a computer error, oh, just a glitch that affected every commercial flight in the United States. And here's my point. In an era of propaganda and state disinformation, in an era when you can't get a straight answer from your transport secretary, Pete Buttigieg, when you can't get a straight answer about Chinese interference in the Canadian election because you'll be called a conspiracy theorist. Is it a possibility that these industrial accidents, fires, derailments, explosions, computer glitches in the United States, is it possible? I don't know if you remember the Rogers outage in Canada a few months ago when every single Rogers phone just went down for hours. What's Rogers in Canada? Is that like Sprint or Verizon or something? You did a story on that, Wolverines? They've added new ones and probably will add more. I'm sure they will. Coincidences, though. Yep, Control-Alt-Delete equals your plane is probably going to fall down to the ground. 
Is that a glitch? A little whoopsie? <laughs> or is it just possible that as the West is taking the war to Russia, not in the theater of Ukraine anymore, but in the Nord Stream 2 pipeline and in the Kerch Bridge and threatening long-range weapons as Rishi Sunak, the prime minister of the UK, has done. Is it possible that Russia, which is led by Vladimir Putin, a former KGB agent who learned his ways during the Cold War, is it just possible, maybe, that these industrial accidents are not accidents, but rather sabotage, mm -hmm. a tit for tat, an answer to the explosion of the Kerch Bridge or the detonation of the Nord Stream 2. I have no facts to support this. I'm asking questions. Yeah, so uh, those are just coincidences. And I listened to an interview from a CIA guy the other day, and he said, dude, there are no coincidences when you're in the CIA. I learned that from a long time ago. If y'all listen to that Twitter space that I had breaking the other day on Rumble, Rumble exclusive only. Make sure you guys follow me over there on the Rumble channel. Let me get that link for you. I'll throw it in there. Throw it in this chat for you. One second, I'm gonna throw that link in there for you for the Rumble page. Kablamo. I don't know how my logo. You guys can actually call in too right now if you want to chat about whatever the stories we got going on tonight, or if you just want somebody friendly to talk to, I'll chat with you. You give me a shout, and we talk about it. Let's talk about it. That number to call there is a 615-348-5482. 615-348-5482. Hit me up on there. Let's see if this other chat link works. No. Nope. Glitches galore. What about this bull day of hate they tried to pull on us this weekend? What you talking about? What they do this time? What they do this time? I get this one story here for you. What up, what up? Yeah, um, it's Alien Spaceship. Hey, what's going on, brother? Um... Well, uh, my garden is doing really well, and my corn is getting bigger. I'm looking at it right now. 
Awesome. Yeah, I was yeah. looking at it in my uh, garden today, and the the weather's kind of turning a tad bit, so some of the stuff is trying to grow on its own, but I haven't had a chance to go out there and actually plant anything yet. Okay. Um, also, you know, I have the uh, – today I got my grass done, and I'm going to put some more stuff in the different areas. And, you know, I have the, the broccoli the, and all the other things, like the radishes and all are doing good in the turnips. And it's a nice night. It's a nice clear night. And, you know, down here in the spring, it's it's making everything grow really rapidly. And, yeah, I about one of your stories you were discovering about the um, the strange occurrences that have been going on in our country, I think it could be sabotage. It could be very true. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I mean, allegedly, but the too many coincidences to say that they're just all coincidences. Right, right. And as you said, the CIA said that nothing is an accident, you know, and, you know, for all these different things to happen, you know, it's like when I was thinking when uh, Trump left, the whole country just started to fall apart, it seems. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully he'll be coming back soon. Yeah. Have you heard about that story about the the Supreme Court looking into reinstating him? No. Okay, so there is this. I could send it to you um, through the uh, email that I saw on Twitter. That I don't know how reliable this is, but I think it's very reliable. Personally, I'm just, just saying anything could be anything. But so the Supreme Court was going to look over to see if the election was, you know, a certain, you know, going a certain way, mm-hmm. and that they would reinstate him. They would reinstate Trump. That's interesting. No, I haven't seen that, though. Yeah, send that to me. I'm interested to see that. Right. And also, you know, yeah, with the elements, because I remember I learned it recently in school, you know, because I graduated in 2017. And, yeah, they have those on the periodic table. But, like, when you learned about it, it was from a while back, probably. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I was born in 77, so I can't remember what grade we started learning about that stuff, but I'm sure it's grown exponentially since then, but I had no idea. Uh, tennis, what is it, Tennesseeum, or what's the actual pronunciation? Um, I think you said it right. Um, I could I'll look it up later and, and send it to you if I – I think that's it, but I'll have to look up just to make sure. Yeah, I appreciate that. Right. Um. Also, I, th- I think, you know, basically, they've incited the rioting in the country. Also, I think that the outside forces were inciting the different groups fighting each other. Oh, yeah, for sure. They tried that in Atlanta, and they found out real quick that uh, those cops down there don't play that. Getting right. Antifa to go down there and start breaking stuff up. I'm surprised they didn't try it more, but... uh they're always implants from other places. They hardly ever live there unless it's in a Seattle type situation or Portland. <laughs> Correct. Because we have seen, I was trying to think for a second. Yeah. But I have seen that basically they are from other parts of the country and then they come here or they come there or wherever, but they're not from the state or the city and they're coming from different areas and I think that's, uh, you know, intriguing. And basically what they have done 
is I remember during the first wave that happened during the George Floyd incident, I was trying to remember. Yeah, it's a George Floyd incident. And basically they had these earpieces in their ears. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. The like the protesters did their activists, I guess you would say. Yeah, CNN. They they were raiding the CNN uh, headquarters, and they had these earpieces in their ears. And, <laughs> yeah. They, wow. <laughs> yeah, and it was like when I was watching that when the CNN was being raided, they were breaking the windows and they're going through, and then they had to try to get the security people to keep them out. And I wonder what the CNN people thought when their own uh, people were turning against them, but that shows you about the useful idiot thing. Yeah, and I wonder if everybody was told to take the day off that day, or did they even use that building <laughs> after the fact, or did they close that down for renovation and move to a different location? What was the, the aftermath of that, I wonder? I'll look it up. I'll see. I remember when that whole thing was going on. You know, I was watching the, the guy in California that was doing the he does the police scanners and that's how I knew like there's something going on in New Orleans and I was just, you know, getting ready and thank God the police were able to keep them out of the city. Yeah. How did a uh, Mardi Gras go down there? Um, I have been kind of busy with some things and doing different projects to do with my family. I wasn't, but I know what's been going on because I see the news and stuff. So I just haven't physically been to a parade in a long time. But basically, there is some, yeah, some people got murdered, some people got, you know, in fights, and there's some wild stuff going on. But overall, I think it went all right, but they had some uh, crime incidences that occurred. Yeah, I saw a few videos uh, where the one cop sweeped the leg and busted that lady's knee all to hell and back. After they sprayed them mm -hmm. with the pepper, the, the pepper spray, they started running like roaches. Yeah. Yeah. And they had some, you know, people being irresponsible and doing, you know, bad things to each other. And, you know, but I was watching the King and Queen of Mardi Gras, you know, I saw that ceremony and I like that stuff. When I was little, I was in like some, uh, I was in pre-K. I was in some kind of little parade and it was fun. And, you know, I like the, the culture down here is very interesting. It's from, you know, it's like from Europe and, also, you know, but yeah, so in my area, it, the crime rose a little bit from when uh, the other guy got in, actually, but it's overall quiet. But yeah, Mardi Gras, you know, they had some, you know, this and that happened, but nothing too big. Yeah, and also remember that video you had out where the drag queen was with that little kid and that was repulsive. Yeah, actually, Matt Walsh posted that a while back and I was like, dude, you know what? I don't know if anybody's really seen this particular scene of that uh, video, but I know that other people need to see this. You know, he's talking about snorting that backstage on a couch with one of these grown men dressed up like a woman right next to him. That shit's not normal. It's not, you know, and also in the there in Germany, there is something called the Wilmar Republic and they did stuff like this over there actually. This is where this stuff originates from. And then they came here around after the Second World War. And I just don't understand why these these activities have been allowed to be done here. 
I don't know. It's obviously on purpose. I mean, unless it starts happening in their neighborhood, like how the, the illegals got dropped off up there in the fancy part of town, they started doing something mm-hmm. about it then. And, and if, as soon as that crime hits their streets, you better believe that the cops are on it. Right. Um, do you see a lot of uh, illegals in your area? Uh, yeah, yes and no. Um, there's particular parts of, uh, Nashville or, uh, what's called, it's Antioch, but people around here call it Hispaniac just for that reason. Cause there's so many, uh, illegals down through there. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just kind of depends on where you go and, and what part of the city, but you have your own little pockets of different nationalities. Right. Right. Um, also I earlier, I had a go for a moment and I came back. What was that other thing you're talking about before the, um, the uranium stuff? Oh, the, uh, plant that cut caught on fire, the uranium, uh, down in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. That's where they used to do the Manhattan project. And there was a fire down there, but they were saying it was no big deal. Yeah. It seems like the news has been compromised by them because, you know, that sounds like a big deal to me. Yeah, it does sound like a big deal. And uh, I follow a lot of those Twitter spaces, and one of the CIA guys that was in there talking was saying, like, hey, dude, uh, the first one of the first things I learned after being in the CIA for so long is that nothing is a coincidence. And, I mean, take that how you will, you know what I mean? Right. Now, before you talked about the Tennessee uh, fire, uh, what was that thing before that? Uh, shoot, we talked about lots of stuff. Mm. Uh, okay, okay. Because it was just right before that. I just kind of, like, I missed it for a second because I was uh, getting some stuff together. Um, yeah, but, yeah, so I think you do well with the, covering the events and things. I definitely and, appreciate it. Yes. Um, also, yeah, I, oh, yeah, okay, I remember. I remember now. So with uh, Ukraine... Ukrainian. <laughs> uh, so, okay, all right. Uh, so basically, with Ukraine, I think that you know our country. It's very strange how all these celebrities, these people, are supporting it. Yeah, like I said, it's the most bougie war I've seen ever. I mean, I'm only forty six. I mean, how many wars have happened in our my lifetime? But it's it's cool enough for all of the celebrities to go over there and have a good time and throw parties and all these uh, high-ranking officials are safe enough to go there. I, I just don't believe it. Right. And that country singer, Brad Paisley, uh, <laughs> one of my uh, friends, one of my friends likes him, uh, and I've seen some of his stuff, but I, haven't, I didn't really listen to him that much. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know what his deal is with... Um, him and basically you know did he say what he liked about you the ukrainian cause no he was saying basically we had the same values as they have uh they care about their family their country blah 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 the humble spiel where he's trying to sell it you know what i mean in my opinion he's there to sell a product okay and he's selling it you know yeah yeah so he's using it to make capital Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they don't write half of those songs that they come up with, man. They have producers and writers to do all that stuff for them. They're just performers. So he's used to dancing for a dollar. 
<laughs> you know, um, it reminds me of the rap music, how, like, that's just what the higher-ups want them to do. Yeah, and, and it's disgusting that they use their platform. Like, they know a lot of people care about them. They know people will follow every word they say, do everything they ask them to do, and they, they go out here acting like a damn fool. Like, come on, man. Either you're buying into the mess or you're part of it. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, because I remember when I was young in school that a lot of the white people, for some reason, were into the ghetto culture which was kind of strange. And I was like the only one that acted like that acted normal. And it was strange to me, like, cause it's like at school, a lot of you have different groups of people and stuff like feel like, like rock or this or that. And nothing wrong with like, say it's ABL, like hip hop. That's all right. But it's like these, this other thing was very um, uh, like degenerate and it was strange. And it has to do with something with New Orleans was influenced to be like that at some point. Yeah, uh, I'm doing a little research on this uh, guy. Let's see if I can remember the name. Uh, John Taylor Gatto. He wrote. He okay. had a book that was called The Principles of Secondary Education. And basically he was talking about how the school education system is set up to be like a, a tiered slave system to where you're only supposed uh -huh. to know a certain amount of knowledge and they exactly. keep you locked there. And if you go to try to go above or beyond where your little bracket is, they're going to shut you down all over. Uh, and that exactly that kind of starts that whole mentality of what they're at, where they're at now, where the shit seems normal. Right, right. And the part like my school it was in Metairie. It's this other area where there's more uh, like white people. And my area, New Orleans, it became more black when the integration happened, and this is but my family just stayed here and there was more white people over after Katrina. It got really, really, you know, there's a lot of like crime and stuff that rose. And, but basically there's people like ABL around here, uh, but it kind of got a little worse and worse over time, but I thought it was strange. So basically, and there is in that area at the school, there was like this, a lot of degeneracy and anti-Christian stuff and things like that. And that's basically, you know, what I think these rappers and things, and now the musicians with Ukraine, that this is what the higher-ups want them to do. And yeah, I think that it's absurd that our country, you know, puts out all the, all that for them, but they don't really do things to the people here. I know, it's absolutely crazy how Joe Biden said he's going to give uh, pay for their pensions, and people here are they're raising the limit to what you can even be qualified for, depending on mm -hmm. your demographic, of course. <laughs> right. And hey, did he visit the Ohio people yet? Biden? Okay, in Ohio, there was an incident that occurred, uh, like some kind of explosion, or no, it was a train that had some problems, and they fell yeah, over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what are you talking about, Biden? Did he visit there? Yeah. No, I haven't seen him visit there yet. I saw uh, old Petey Booty over there. He visited <laughs> finally, but... Uh, and he was getting harassed, not harassed, but actually questioned by the reporters. And his little representative was like, I will talk to you, but not on camera. Like, not on camera? What are you talking about? You're this press representative. You're the one that's supposed to speak for him. Uh, I will speak to you, but not on camera. So, yeah, as far as I know, Joe hasn't been there yet. He probably won't go either. 
I know it's just it's crazy how you know they just don't care about what's going on here. Well, I saw and, the argument that they said uh, that he's working on uh, national issues, not just one th- thing in a little small hick town. That he's working on global wow. issues. Yeah, I saw them making those types of comments. I'm just like, okay. Wow, they just really they even admit what they're really doing. Yeah, well, I mean, this is just people commenting on their side, you know. Yeah, and the the war um, over there, it's like all these these officials in England and these different places, like all these higher-ups are all like on the bandwagon for it. And I don't like this Zelensky. Do you know if he's like liberal or conservative? <laughs> Uh, I th- I'd probably say he's liberal because if you see any of those videos, him dancing around in female attire, that'd probably answer oh. all your questions. I mean, he's playing a role probably too on doing all that, but the tough guy role, he ain't, he ain't working it. Like they still got him in that same dirty old sweater, the, the, the sweatshirt, the same green <laughs> sweatshirt. Like, dude, get something uh-huh. different. It's over. Right. And you know, okay. So, as I was saying, I was about to say, like, if, you know, Ukraine leans conservative, like, you know, has conservative or Christian values, it's like the, the West is only going to make Ukraine and it would make Russia like the West, like they did in the revolution and uh, the communist thing. Like they, all these like LGBTQ stuff, all this was the stuff they did over there in 1917 in the 20s in the beginning over there. Then they spread it out to Germany for the revolution, but you know, that didn't really work out too well, but, um, but basically they, that's, it's trying to come back to Russia. And that's why I'm saying they have to be very liberal because like it was Ukraine, you know, goes to the West side, all those Christian churches, all that stuff. It's going to, they're going to say, you know, white privilege and they're going to bring the, everybody over there. And it's just going to be a big mess for people with conservative values. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And Putin already said, I don't know if you saw his speech or not the other day. But he was saying that uh, how our culture is perverted and they want same sex with men and even the preachers are forced to make those types of uh, marriages happen. And uh, all all just all the stuff that you can see uh, that we all see day to day. And I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe I'm (laughs) agreeing with Putin over here. But he didn't tell no lies on that speech, man. Exactly. You see, you understand that this is why, like, when I, when I was young, I liked Russia because I liked it. Uh, I was American patriot always, but I liked their conservative values. Even under the Soviet Union in certain eras, there is, you know, uh, they got, like, Stalin got rid of the LGBTQ people. He was against abortion. He had conservative views, but he was still a communist. They're still communists, so they're still were our, our enemies. But their culture was very like the old Russia from the uh, the Russian Empire. So that was something they like kept. And then it became the Russian Federation. And now it's not communist anymore. And these there's these people that are, you know, they say they're Nazis in Ukraine and they are against Russia. But the the Nazis wanted to in theory get rid of communism from Russia, but Russia's not communist anymore and they would just be on the side of the people that they say they're trying to fight. So, you know, those people are just untrustworthy either way. You know, but so that's basically yeah, you and the others are understanding that the Russians have a lot of conservative like values, but they are different than us. Yeah, for sure. I've seen a lot of videos of those right. Ukrainians too doing some uh, 
Nazi-esque behavior. And, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't believe that they're pushing them so hard. Like, that's what y'all believe in on, on that token. But over here, you're saying mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter, diversity, diversity. But uh-huh. the people we're giving all this money to are straight or not that. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, and there is, yeah, because in the Nazi party, there are these different factions. Remember, there was one faction that had a, a gay guy that was their leader. There was something called the SA, and it was like the, the brown shirts. They wore brown shirts, and they had the swastika on their left arm. And they would cause, like, rioting and stuff. And then you had this other group that was, like, this elitist group where they wore suits called the SS. They did a lot of stuff uh, with the concentration camps and whatnot. So they had these different factions of them. And then you had George Soros in there, too. Yeah. And so, yeah, so basically, you know, and I wonder what fa- this is must be another faction and it must have survived. And they probably want revenge for the Second World War. But in theory, right, if these, you know, Nazis are supposed to be against these things that they say they're against, you know, they're fighting with the people that they say they're against. And so they would just be killed off when the Ukrainians got their and the liberals got their way with Ukraine or is this not true? And this is exactly what they want. And they're just putting up a show. Yeah. Um, I saw some other video too, right. of when Russia was trying to come to, uh, to talking with them. As soon as they started speaking they, everybody got up and left out of the room. Like they don't want to even have talk with talks with them anymore to try to come to a peace deal. Like what's the end goal? What are we trying to get to here? Right. And I saw some clips of, the battle of ukraine and some of the tanks that the ukrainians have have the iron cross on it so it's this um it's like a black cross with some white around it and that was a world war ii you know a german a tank and yeah these people are still in world war ii but as i said russia is no longer a communist country and even like uh, hitler had some speech about how he thought the ussr was not like what the the was not woke anymore not that he was any good, but like it wasn't woke anymore. So now it definitely wouldn't be a communist at all. So the commu- the Nazis would be contradicting themselves. But as I said, they're shady people and they're doing these things in Ukraine. And they're you know, obviously showing their true colors while over here. They say they're for Black Lives Matter and stuff when they're not. Yeah, they're definitely not. I mean, you see Joe Biden repeatedly riding that train till the wheels are going to fall off. <clears throat> Uh, doing the Black History Month the other day, showing the Emmett Till movie at the White House, which has never been done before, doing all kind of unprecedented mm-hmm. shit that has to do with race and sex and gender and all this shit that's not been asked for. I never asked for it. I'm a voter. I never asked for it. I'm a taxpayer. I never asked for them to do any of this trash. <laughs> exactly. I agree. And also, the say the people, the Marxists, you know, and they're having an alliance with the Nazis, which should contradict itself, but you would actually be surprised that they're kind of similar. And then you have this other situation with the the, the people, the Black Lives Matter thing's ridiculous because the Marx, yeah, the Marxists were not for black people at all. And, but no, and this is what I told you, you know, if you show the black people like a Soviet symbol, right? A, they don't really care or know what it is. But if you show them a Confederate flag, if you show them a Nazi symbol, if you show them an American flag, they go, oh, 
racism, but they don't know about Karl Marx and all the racist things that he thought of and that like they believe in the utopia thing and that these people would not fit in the utopia because they were too primitive and but they pretend to be their best friends. And, you know, they don't even know that. And it's obvious that the people that are controlling the media are sympathizing with the, the far left because they didn't tell them that the other thing was bad. Also, not to, I don't think America and the Confederate flag are bad. I'm talking about Nazi stuff. Yeah. But so they don't. They just tell them. So they tell them selective things. Yeah, I just wonder why there's so many black Marxists if they're not even uh, accepted in the group. If about what you're saying, right? Because uh, remember, uh, Karl Marx. I'm not going to say the N word. I'm just going to say the like like. I'm not going to say that part. But it was like he was talking to Frederick Engels, which was like his uh, sidekick, and he was saying about this other. This Jew now Karl Marx was German Jewish, so it means he had German heritage, and he was also Jewish. But he didn't like Jewish people at all, and he was talking about some Jewish socialist and how his hair looked like he came from uh, on with Moses and the other N words on the quest out of Egypt, and he you know he was related to them, but that was just some racist things he said. He said a lot of different things like that, and but they don't tell them that. And I, as I said, it was appalling to me when I saw so many blacks support these people. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. Right. And it goes with a the theory that they want the useful, they're useful idiots. Yeah, they are useful idiots because as soon as they're done with them, they toss them away like they're nothing. Just like some of the, right. the transients that um, have had those surgeries and regret their situation and come uh, come back post-op <laughs> and say, hey man, um, I made a mistake. I should have never did that. Well, now you're a transphobe, mm-hmm. and you're 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 nobody that we want to be associated with. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah. So basically, my, I think my thoughts on the Ukraine thing is just it's just insane that you know our country and our people are going for it, and it's obviously you know an inside situation. And I do some spying on the enemies of us. So a lot of the vegans are liberal. All right. So. I see I go there and I like look at what they're doing and they want to put us all in concentration camps and feed us whatever they want. Yeah. They're 15 minute smart cities. Yeah. 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 I think I saw, uh, Ohio was just going to start doing that the other day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to see if I can find that clip. Yeah. They were yeah, talking about, the, they want to the start building that into their st- infrastructure or whatever. Yeah, because the vegans, they want to take over the um, like they want to make it a crime for farmers to uh, sell meat products, and then they want to lock up everybody that that eats meat. And they're debating some farmers and some different people, and it was just crazy that how these people are real nutty, nutty and they, they want to do, do that, that to us. us. And so that's, that's another, another uh, situation. situation. And I, I think, think they're, they're being used also to implement the policies, the liberal policies. What do you think? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm putting up um, uh, an article on the screen right now talking about the Ukraine. Uh, a lot of details okay. still, but not to work out. Ukraine might, might not even receive the Biden promised tanks until the end of the year or maybe even next year from what I heard. Like they're promising all this money oh, wow. to them, and then the the stuff they're promising them, all these weapons have not even been built yet. Wow! 
So they're expecting it to go even further into next year, obviously. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, it's just, man, it's like, you see how much of our money, of taxpayer money, they're giving over to this foreign country on the other side of the planet? <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. It's a money laundering like situation, in my okay. opinion. Because I wonder if there's like a certain group of people that have a certain sentimental value for that place. And they may, you know, be the people that are controlling everything in our country. And they're like, oh, you know, we're going to help our own people. And, and these American foreigners are not going to help them because we got our nice uh, branded puppet in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, you know, I, yeah, that's what I think. You know, I agree with that with the Ukraine. And with the vegans, I'm keeping an eye on them, and I'll tell you more about them as I uh, learn stuff. And uh, thank you for taking my call. Yeah, man, I appreciate you calling anytime. Okay, bye. Yeah. Shout out to Alien Spaceship for always giving the great calls. Yeah, man, keep an eye on them damn vegans out there. Uh, I don't know if you guys know who uh, Sean Farish is, but uh, he does a Trump impersonation. And... um. I was watching, I was in a space last night and he was talking about the soy boys. He was doing it in his Trump voice. Oh, Alien has an echo. I need to figure that out. Oh, it was probably because Skype was open at the same time. Thank you for that, uh, Sonia. Good call from Alien. Oh, what am I watching on the screen here? Do pooping in a bucket. You ain't supposed to see that. <laughs> That's for the Rumble Show. Speaking of which, I definitely appreciate y'all being here this evening. That's going to wrap it up on the YouTube side of things. Because we got some heavy news to get to on the uh, Rumble side of things. But I appreciate Alien calling in. I appreciate all my rebels being here. Thank you guys so very much. I definitely appreciate y'all. Shout out to all my rebels. Shout out to all the moderators. Anthony McQuaid, Atomic Tabasco, Cat F, Zeta Weechie's Cane Sword, and the lovely, the lovely Sonya's Scrapbook. Best co-host on the internet. I appreciate you guys being here. Good night, everybody. Good show, Bina. Thank you so very much. I appreciate y'all being here. Uh, make sure you follow me on uh, Instagram at Rebel W-O-A Reason. Also follow me on uh, Twitter at that same handle, Rebel W-O-A Reason. And you can email me at therealrebelwithoutareason at gmail.com. I'm going to scroll that ticker across the screen one more time so you can see that. Oh, it's going right now. Thank you guys so much. Peace out, everybody. Uh, we're going to end the YouTube stream and kick it over to the Rumble side of things. If you would, give me one second to get that prepped up.
Did you need these? Sea land. It's, it's not Phoenix land. land. It's, it's called Rumble. Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Whoa. Appreciate y'all hanging on one second, uh, YouTube, and we will jump out of the YouTube channel. We're going to hit the eject button and go over to the Rumble channel. Let's get ready to rumble. I appreciate y'all being here. Give me one second to get this thing started. Did you need these? Sea land. It's not Phoenix land. It's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Uh, but in Fantasyland. It's not Fantasyland. It's called Rumble. Later, pal. Did you need these back? Yeah, I'm gonna need those for the next person. Got you. Good luck, buddy. Um, thank you guys so much for being here. Go to my settings. Thank you guys so much for being here on the YouTube side. We'll see you guys later. Make sure you follow me on uh, Rumble. I dropped that link in there already for you guys if you need it again. Let me go to it in case you need it one more time. You need it one more again. Somebody give uh, Anthony a ride over to the YouTube uh, for, to the Rumble channel. His EV needs to be recharged. Peace out, YouTube. We'll see you guys later. Hang on, y'all, on the the Rumble side where I'm heading your way. Give me one second. One second. Thank you guys so much on the YouTube side. We'll holler at y'all later. Hang on, Rumble folks. Appreciate y'all so very much for watching. Thank you to my moderators. Thank you to my rebels. We're going to hit the eject button on YouTube in three, two, one. Peace out. And the net on the rumble side. Thank you guys so very much for being here. Thank you guys so very much for being here. Definitely appreciate it. Okay, we're going, we're going.
Get all my back end work going back here. Thank you guys for bearing with me on this. I'm new. Um, now we're in here. Everybody's in here. And we are going. We are live on Rumble. Thank you guys for hanging out with me on this side. We're, we are censorship free over here on the Rumble side. Thank you guys so very much for hanging with me, sticking with me on this next half of the show. We're going to be able to show some of the stuff that we can't show on YouTube because they some soft ass bitches. So you know you where you come to on the Rumble channel if you want to see a man put in the bucket. Like this man's mopping the floor. This motherfucker trying to mop the floor over here and this homeboy just want to come and poop his pants all over the joint. Look at this guy. Like, who does this type of shit? Literal shit. Who does this type of literal shit? Like, I don't get it. This is the type of entertainment you come here for, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Make sure you hit that like button if you see what's happening on the screen. Thank you guys so much for being here. I hear this idiot ramble on about some bullshit. And frankly, and this is what really pisses me off, during the pandemic, we understood that small businesses were hurting. And we helped them, and it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. Big businesses were hurting, and we helped them, and it didn't go to the Supreme Court to challenge it. All of a sudden, when it's about our students, they challenge it, the corporations challenge it, the student loan lenders challenge it. That is not... She doesn't have enough fucking meltdown, son. trying to say cancel student debt if you didn't understand that meltdown she was having right there just make these motherfuckers pay their shit they always talk about somebody pay their fair share they want corporations to pay their fair share why don't these student loan people pay their fair share yeah nervous breakdown in progress maybe she's got an out, outstanding student loan debt <laughs> I don't know maybe she wants them to pay for her shit I mean, when you go to college, you get a high quality education like this young lady received. I'm Jane Way. I'm a queer, gender fluid, disabled sex worker. I'm a punk that loves to fuck and loves to love. I've always just had a draw to the freedom of it. 
and I've always been such a sexual person. But there is a lot of pressure to identify as she in the context of sex work. They, them are my pronouns. I've lost tons of clients for not just accepting the she label. I recognize a lot of my white and thin privilege have afforded me a lot of opportunities in this business. It wasn't until the, my first stint in college did I realize the language of like non-binary, of gender fluid, of trans identities. I didn't have to be the girl my parents raised me to be. So the first time I came out to my family as gender fluid, I played the banjo and I started putting on shows. I remember one of my debut shows, my mom came to see me. I finished a song and I went, hey mom, I'm one of those they, them people. It was really liberating. Like she actually just told me she's proud of me for the first time since I became a sex worker. <laughs> proud of her for the first time since she became a sex worker. Like several things already. You see the damn, uh, you see the damn nose ring she's got right there. We already talked about red flags. She could red flag at that bald ass head. So she was a punk, disabled sex worker, student loan debt forgiveness, spreading the wealth, socialism. Yeah. This is the quality education that you get though. If you listen, she said that she wasn't like this before college. I'm Jane Way. I'm a queer, gender fluid, disabled sex worker. I'm a punk that loves to fuck and loves to love. I've always just had a draw to the freedom <laughs> of it. And I've always. <laughs> says, Is this the non binary Tom McDonald? <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's they, them, thems. They, them, those. He's been such a sexual person, but there is a lot of pressure to identify as she in the context of sex work. This your first time witnessing the bald pony top? Yep, she got all of those. Like, did it start off as an accident? She was trying to get it trimmed up and they went wild with the bangs on accident and she just went and took it all the way? always been such a sexual person but there is a lot of pressure to identify as she in the context of sex work <laughs> there's a lot of pressure to identify as she in the context of sex work so her male clients wants her to be a female imagine that i don't know where she's going my pronouns i've lost tons of clients for not just accepting the she label I she's lost tons of clients for not accepting the she label who are her clients sonia i recognize a lot of my white and thin privilege have afforded me a lot of opportunities in this business it wasn't until look at her folding out her cane ain't this a pimp shit you know you're a pimp sex worker when you got to fold your cane out. Have afforded me a lot of opportunities in this business. It wasn't until pop it out. My first stint in college did I realize the language of like non-binary, of gender fluid, of trans identities. I yeah, see my that. My first stint in college did I realize the language of like non-binary until the, 
my first stint in college did I realize the language of like non-binary, of gender fluid, of... See, for her, she's older, so her first time in that shit was when she went to college. Imagine these kids nowadays, they're getting it straight out when they're in elementary school. So what are they going to look like when they're her age? She got that Stevie Wonder stick, yep. Wonder where the hell she's going with her life. If she's vague about her pronouns, won't the men think she's trans? She said she's gotten gotten lost uh, tons of clientele because she won't stick to the she pronoun thing. Trans identities. I didn't have to be the girl my parents raised me to be. So the first time I came out to my family, I was gender fluid. I played the banjo. I started putting on shows. I Who's going to go see this creature play the banjo? Remember, one of my debut shows, my mom came to see me. I finished a song and I went, Hey mom, I'm one of those they, them people. It was really liberating. Like, she actually just told me she's proud. What's this tattoo say? Y-T-O Alibi? I don't know what her Since I became a sex worker which I mean if she's going to college Let's do some logic. If she's going to college wouldn't you say you're going to college to find a good job and have a nice career? Why is she a sex worker? Is that what she went to college for? To learn how to give that coochie up? Oh yeah, no wonder. This is with the class. This is a child. Now, just keep in mind what I just said about that young lady. If she's that fucked up already, what's going to happen when she is... Well, if, she, if this young lady is getting it at this age, what's she going to be like when she grows up? This is a grown man right here. And these are all grown-ups in this bitch. Everybody hopping around, dancing around like it ain't no big, like it's a big time. You gotta be fucking kidding me, dude. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, to pay for that, too. They paid for that, Sonya. If that's your teacher, I mean, is that what you're used to now, I guess? I mean... You getting straight up booty cheeks in your face? This is a baby. Like these, get your cheeks out of my face. This is a baby. You know what I mean? Like, and, and all these grown fucking adults in here, somebody needs to come through that door with a belt and go pooty tang on every one of these fucking grown adults in here. Take that fucking belt off. Did I did you show the video that's making the rounds with the boy that upstaged Desmond? No, I don't know what video that you're referring to. 
drop it in the Twitter box if you got a link for me. Yeah, Sonia, yes, that you made a great point. That's what I was thinking exactly. This young lady is dressed so eloquently. Like, does she seem like she stands out in this crowd? Like, she shouldn't even be there? Like, she has a nice little dress on. That she should be, like, like she's going to go to church or something. And she's scarred for life. Like, this experience is going to actually put scars on her. I don't know what it's going to do to her, but it's not fucking normal. All these grown-ups in here, I don't know what this bar is, what this place is, why they're doing that. I think I won't take my belt off and slap every one of these motherfucking grown-ups in here if I was in that bitch. You don't know me. And then I'll tell the judge, hey, I thought there was just a bunch of Republicans in there. I, was, I started going off. I'm a Democrat, dude. I thought there was a bunch of Trump supporters. I wanted to whip everybody's ass. Then they let me go. Yep, all the adults in there should be in jail. It's absolutely ridiculous. On Twitter, get it together. I do have this other story for y'all, though. Yeah. Can you just get the license? I understand that. How you guys doing? I understand that, but you cannot go home like this. I just have to go to the Excuse bathroom. Excuse me. Man, I'm fine. Come, come, come. I'm... Hi, how are you? Whoa, whoa. I just have to go to the bathroom really quick. Okay. Really bad. You're involved in it? Hold on, man. I didn't hit anything. No, 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 no. Do me a favor and go back. No, walk, walk, walk towards this question. Thank you. What what happened? I just have to go to the bathroom. I'll give you three guesses on what this latest profession is right here. Okay, really but, but you're not you're not answering my questions for me. Yes, sir. What happened? I just have to go to the bathroom. No, that's not the question that I asked What's you. What question? But you my ask, question sir? that I'm asking you is. I just have. To, there was no accident, sir. There was no. Man, look 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 at your vehicle. I look at the vehicle. Look, okay, hold I on, understand. hold on, hold on. I just I, have to go to the bathroom. You're not understanding me. I uh, no, Anthony, uh, Sonia was making a mention about a video about um, making the rounds with the boy that upstaged Desmond the Amazing, the one with the catamaran on the couch. I know y'all saw that. Look at the sign on the right. <laughs> what does this sign say? Does this have all the usual uh, talking points on it? Yeah, so this is a teacher. I'm sorry, this is a middle school principal. Whoop. Trying to get this thing so y'all can see it. Yeah, middle school principal arrested for DWI in uh, West Orange, New Jersey. And she has no idea. You sent it to me on Twitter. Okay, thank you, sweetheart. Um, we believe in science, love is love, blah, blah, blah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's actually fitting for what's happening here, honestly. I need you to look where your vehicle is, right? Yes. I need you to see that all of your airbags have deployed. They have, right? sir. You do not have shoes on right now. 
I took them off in the car because I came out to speak to you, sir. Okay. One so I just stepped over to the side. I really have to go to the bathroom, sir. Please. That's all I'm asking to go to the bathroom. And I'll be fine. I'm leaving West Orange. I'm five minutes away. I got you. I'm fine. I just have to go to the bathroom. Okay. I just need to go to the bathroom. Hold on, brother, sir. Hold on. Please. Hold on, ma'am. I promise just you, I'm five There's no vehicle away. inside a residence. She's saying she's five minutes away from her house and she just wants to go to the bathroom. Look at this. Her airbags have deployed on this shit. She hit whatever she hit right here. And people came out like wanting to help her. And she's like, no, I'm fine. I'm driving away. And they're like, uh, hell no, you ain't driving nowhere. The hell are you talking about? Yeah, she keeps asking him for a bathroom, for a bathroom. Like, okay. Devin, did you see that ketamine on a couch video? That sick ass shit. Oh, she hit the Lib's house. Okay. I think she just hit this curb. No, ma'am. No, sir. Okay. Their little retaining wall. Can you just get the license registration insurance for me, please? Yes, sir. They got the little chair sitting outside. Just go to the bathroom, please. I, I, I need, I need to, I need to deal with this first, and then, then we could proceed. I just to have to go to the bathroom. Here? I can't hold it. Okay. I'm just being honest. I, I cannot hold it. I understand, man. But right now, you. I wonder what if she's got some drugs on her or something. Why she keeps saying that? But she's so drunk. Who the hell knows? Involved in a motor vehicle accident. I'm not. I'm over. Okay. And when I stopped. The air poised the bag because I stopped short. But you see, I didn't hear anything. I really have to go to the bathroom. I can't do this, please. <laughs> She's like, I can't do this, please. Okay, pull over. I pulled over. I have to go to the bathroom. I, 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 have, I understand that, but I'm there's no bathrooms say, around here for you to go. I live five minutes away in you West Orange. Okay, all right. Well, you're not going to be able to get there right now. I can. Okay. I just really... <laughs> At least this cop shows up on scene and starts talking to her like, look, lady, there ain't no bathrooms here for you, so you're going to hush up with all that mess. So I we're going to have to do these tests, okay? Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing, Sonia. Is it just an hour and a half before we have to go to the bathroom? No, they actually take her to the damn uh, police station. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> the air ploy is debagged, yeah. There we go. Very good. Wow. Very good. Wow. 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 She says she wants to do the test when she was at the bathroom. Then they get her to the place. She still refuses yeah, to go done, to the bathroom. We handled that. We handled it already. Ma'am, if you cannot, if you cannot, if you cannot sit down. And not talk for 20 minutes, wow. not cough, wow. and not and not spit or anything for 20 minutes before this vessel I will count that as a refusal. It will go down it's and all the same rules. So now, ma'am, the time is going to start. <laughs> so he keeps giving her shit. That she's giving them shit. It goes on for a while, but that's a principal uh, charged with DWI. She just refused to do all their orders. Ridiculous as hell. That's a principle, though. I gotta go pee-pee. Can I please just go pee-pee? Let me go pee-pee. I'm about to pee myself. Yep. 
do it. Is this real life? Yeah, this is real life right now. Let me go back to my... Sony just dropped me a link here. For some, we might need some eye bleach for. I could almost guarantee it. Oh, yes, ma'am. I did see this one. The child who performs at RuPaul's the drive events. Starbucks. Let me get back to my screen here. Yeah, this little fucking weirdo. So what would you do? What do you think would happen when kids are subjected to drag shows? Children stimulate the behaviors they're exposed to. This poor child regularly performs at sexually explicit adult shows in America. This will become the new normal if we don't stop this agenda. Like, this dude is dressed up in some Mickey Mouse shit. Doing all these weird poses and dances, and that's all they ever see is what they get shown. These are the grown-ups, and then they're just, she's just mocking what they do. Remember earlier we talked about the whole China school situation? Like, our kids are learning this bullshit, how to push your fake titties or no titties together. With all these damn grown-ups doing weird sexual shit. Meanwhile, they're they're learning nuclear physics and fucking all kinds of other shit that we can't even explain. Oh, their parents are probably right there in the crowd. How old are you, they ask? Thirteen. This is a thirteen year old whose childhood was stolen and who taught this child to lick their hand and touch their privates to entertain adults. You see, this goes beyond failed parenting. This is the byproduct of a toxic TikTok culture that's already sexualized our children. And yes, these are pasties on this child's body. It's not enough to protect children from sexually explicit adult performances. We have to protect children from becoming the sexually explicit performances for adults. We stop the exploitation when we stop the grooming. That's just nothing but straight up grooming right there. Child abuse, child abuse, yeah. I mean, and this is a, a this is a little boy, right? It's a little boy, and then they're changing him, and when he does the little screen change, this is a child. Got these weird eye inserts. Got the the makeup, the lashes, all that weird shit. Don't tell me these kids ain't exposed to pornography at this age. Sonia says, someone actually posted on my Insta on this to say that heterosexuals are the real groomers. I don't care who is doing it, trans or otherwise, it's inappropriate, but if you want to go there, why is this so prevalent in gay parties? Yeah, I mean, if it's if it was a bunch of straight people, why they got to be in drag and shit? I mean, we're not even going to go down the road of trying to get in that logic of the head of these weirdos that do this type of dumb shit. The point is, it needs to be fucking stopped and reported. All those uh, children, the, the children need to be taken away from those parents. They, they all need to be investigated. Period. So, yeah, I did see that one, but thank you for sharing that with everybody else. Now we all need eye bleach. Nobody gets away on Rumble. Over here, you're going to see some fucked up shit. 
Well, I mean, even the straight kids, the college has dumbed them down so much. Listen to this young lady try to speak. I think, like, the biggest thing that, like, annoys me in, like, the whole dating world is... Hold on. We have women in our audience, so I'd like the women to translate what she's saying. I think, like, the biggest thing that, like, annoys me in, like, the whole dating world is, like, fucking talking stages. Like, that shit's so annoying. Like, the whole, like... And just, like, the inconsistency in them. Like, I literally, like, hate that, like, so much. But I think that's, like, my biggest thing. It's just, like... What, what specifically? Just, like, the fact of just, like, you, like... I don't know how to word this. Like, in, like, talking stages, and it's just, like, you're, like, labeled that, and it's, like, people, like, are considered, like, you can't, like... You're just, like, confused, and, like, most of the time, like, the girl get, like, gets, like, attached or something, and they, like, see it like it's going to lead to a relationship, and it's always not, and it's just, like... That's, like, my biggest thing is, like, I just hate the whole, like, how, like, talking stages are so, like, normalized. Like, traditional dating does not exist in this generation. I think, like, the biggest thing... That I think, like, the big okay, so I heard her say that traditional dating doesn't exist in this generation. So, did any of the other women understand what the hell she said? Translation, please. Like, like, clearly, like... I mean, she said it plain as day, right, Devin? <laughs> she said it plain as day. I, we just don't get it. Men are too dumb to get that type of logic, I guess. Yeah, like, like, uh, uh, and such and things and such as. Remember the, uh, the Miss, uh, whatever, USA, whatever she was? And people don't have maps and such as. Like, what are you talking about? Here's another one. Would you describe yourself as a feminist? Yes. Do you believe in gender equality? Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, so how do you reconcile believing in gender equality, but also holding men to their traditional gender roles of paying for the first date? Well, I'm, I'm just saying that's my personal view. Be, a woman can... Being a feminist is just doing whatever you want to do and <laughs> not being bashed by... Being a feminist is just doing whatever you want to do. Women just doing whatever they want to do. Bina says, I can't relate. I don't claim this one in the normal women's club. <laughs> I want an explanation. Society for that. And uh, obviously, like like um standing up for like women's like rights and stuff like that but when it i don't know i just feel like this question's really dense my question is if you believe in gender equality don't you think you ought to split the bill on the first date um no because my main concern with gender equality is through like yes in society like fixing that and through like the system but yeah i don't oh my god <laughs> so this is that dumb TikTok culture there. That shit ain't nothing but poison, man. It's fucking uh, destroying our society. Dumb on top of dumb over there. Do you guys have TikTok accounts? I don't. I don't fuck with it. But I don't. I haven't seen one good thing come out of it yet. I don't think. No, this is real. This shit's real. 
gave me money for a bush and I ain't having this gig. Bitch, bitch, I ain't pregnant finna buy me a wig. Spin it on Jimmy Choo, snow crabs and shrimp. I got a nigga named Rail and he fresh out of jail. He be on that boozy shit, touchdown calls hell. Nigga got locked up again, but I ain't paying his back. Yeah, that's the, that's where we're going right now. Let me go back to that. This is going to be too good of a video to miss this one. Got to watch these young ladies express themselves. Like the nut on my teeth. Gave me money for a bush and I ain't having this gig. Bitch, I ain't pregnant finna buy me a wig. Spin it on Jimmy Choo, snow crabs and shrimp. I got a nigga named Rail and he fresh out of jail. He be on that boozy shit, touchdown calls hell. Nigga got locked up again, but I ain't paying his bail. You can tell your baby mama and then to send you some hell. I got a nigga named D, he be moving them keys. Always by me playing bees and some ears. Road rash on that ass. My guts, he like spit on my butt. But his daddy got a coin, so I'ma let him fuck. is this outside the waffle house <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what would y'all do if y'all went to the gas station and saw them popping it out here? She's got the Hooter shirt on. Doing backflips and shit out in front of the... I think this might be Waffle House. This is it right here, y'all. This is the potential that y'all need to live up to. This is your competition right here, ladies. Asphalt. <laughs> That's a good one, Sonya. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we had songs like this in the club, but it was underground. Yeah, now they talk about having abortions in some of these songs. I seen it. I seen it. Yeah, I don't know where they were out in front of, but acting like some damn fools. I mean, look at these damn steal the oil people. Boom. They're putting oil out on the street because of trying to uh, save the environment. Make that shit make sense. Did Jesus make her fall down and crack her damn head right there? Boom. Get some common sense, you dumb bitch. Yeah, it was the real after parties. Yeah, it seems like they want to mix all this shit up nowadays. More of this shit right here needs to happen, though. I can tell you what. Scotty. How old are you? 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 Get your motherfucking ass. Okay. I'm gonna fucking kill you, you motherfucker. I'm getting out you of here. You understand me? Yeah. You got anything to say to a six-year-old child? No, sir. Huh? No. Three of them? No. My daughter can't play in her fucking front yard because you want to set your perverted ass. I know about you, motherfucker. You're a goddamn fuck Barbie. Fuck you. I'm telling you right fucking now, you have no reason to speak to any fucking child, any 
motherfucker, child, you're lucky I'm slapping you or I break your fucking jaw. You understand me? Yes, you fucking understand me, motherfucker? I'm telling you right now, I know you're a registered fucking sex offender. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah, you are. See that shit? Like, more fathers need to go out there and get up in these motherfuckers' faces. You time talking to a kid. It'll be the last day you're fucking breathing. You understand me, motherfucker? Yes, sir. You're getting off easy. Not one of them was a punch. Yes, sir. I could kill you right fucking now. You understand me? Yes, sir. Don't ever speak to another one of my fucking kids. It'll be the last day you're breathing. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, sir, ain't shit. You fucking do it or you're dead. You understand me, motherfucker? Do you fucking understand me? Yes, sir. I'd have activated that motherfucker's dental insurance for sure. You out there talking to my six-year-old daughter like like anything, and you're a registered sex offender, you're going to get your fucking teeth re uh, rearranged. Ain't no fucking way. And do you think that if more people did that to these retarded motherfuckers that they'd be doing what they're doing right now? Hell no. People need to start fighting back. Fucking video don't want to play for me. You want that as your ringtone? <laughs> you motherfucker. Come on, little bitch. Come on. Ah. Come on. Sorry about that. Give me one second, guys. How long have I been here live? Uh, we started at nine o'clock, I think, up in this piece or so. Latina. Uh, yeah, like if more people got in these motherfuckers' faces at these drag queen event shows and where they got kids and stuff and straight up threatened these assholes, like, dude, I'm gonna knock your fucking head off. And then it'd be a hate crime and all this gay ass shit. Like, man, you better wake your ass up. They need to give him that fucking heat like that gentleman did. I would have broke his fucking jaw. I'm sorry. A six-year-old job? Huh? Three of them? My daughter can't play in her fucking front yard because you want to set your perverted ass. And remember playing in the front yard, y'all? We'd go all, all, all throughout the day and ride bikes through the neighborhood. Even though our neighbor, neighborhood was dangerous. We still could go and uh, ride bikes together and fucking hang out in the neighborhood. You can't even do that shit anymore. Because of these type of motherfuckers right here. We need more men like this right here that will rearrange these motherfuckers' faces and make them think twice before they even, even try to think about talking to a child. Keep that perverted ass shit to yourselves. All right, here we go. This dude tried to rob him at the ATM. And then the cop shows up, or security, whoever he is.
Like some of these people try to wrong, rob the wrong motherfucker. <laughs> he threw that motherfucker into the pretzels, goddammit. Threw him into the fucking pretzels. Sonya says, you can't play me, motherfucker. I'm the motherfucker that plays motherfuckers, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the funny skit. He wanted to whip that director's ass because he wouldn't get in his shit. Like, motherfucker, I'm from the streets. <laughs> uh, too fun. See what else we got over here. We covered a lot of stuff on the YouTube side. Yeah, I didn't get to see follow-up on this. Of course, U.S. sovereignty being handed over to the World Health Organization, and this happens in about four days, right? February 27th. Right, so over the next few days, the World Health Organization and member states are going to work out the details of this intergovernmental negotiating body meeting that happens on February 27th, and what they're trying to do is hand over power to the World Health Organization to dictate policies for future pandemics. Uh, the Biden administration um, last fall released a statement with the WHO saying, we see the need for this. We like it. We think it's important. We're going to do this. We're all in. Um, this is called the WHO CA plus. So that's how I'm going to refer to it. Um, all 194 WHO member states are going to allow the WHO the power to declare and manage global pandemic emergencies. That means they could mandate lockdowns. They could mandate vaccines. They could dictate vaccine supplies and distribution. And they can monitor and uh, put in place surveillance of entire populations. I'm going to show you the language because I went through the CA plus today that hands this to them. Here is what the draft of this treaty, because it's only in draft form right now. Here's what it says. Here's the vision is that it aims for a world where pandemics are effectively controlled to protect present and future generations from pandemics and their devastating consequences and to advance the enjoyment of the highest attainable standard of health for all peoples based on the basis of equity, human rights, and solidarity with a view to achieving universal health coverage while recognizing the sovereign rights of countries, acknowledging the difference in levels of development among countries respecting their national context, and recognizing relevant international instruments. So, okay, that sounds kind of nice, but it's predicated on the idea. Wait, what part sounds nice? I mean, the idea of like, we all get equal access to medicines that we need. So like, okay, Sub-Saharan Africa that gets screwed and wealthy countries get the get the get the medications, or they charge insane prices. Or well, that we sort of, saw this right. happen during the monkeypox outbreak because Africa has been suffering from monkeypox for decades now um, and did not have access to vaccines. But as soon as Western countries have it, hey, here's some vaccines yeah. we can use. We've had it in our well, stockpiles. Yeah. So did anybody keeping up with the vote on that, or did they? Uh... 
Did they pass that shit? It was the 27th. Today's the 28th. Bottom of your video, it mm -hmm. was going by WHO guidelines. And so they were demonizing drugs already that were alternatives to what's on the market. So it's already happening. They're just going to make it more official now, it sounds. Right. Yeah, right. right. They would they would shoot down things that were more natural, natural curatives, et cetera, in favor of biopharmaceuticals yes. that would make billions of dollars. And if you had any kind of notice on that was the awful. So and so the, the WHO is making the point that because everyone handled it differently, we need to make sure everyone handles it the same, even though it would seem to me that the data plays out that everyone handled it this differently and then ended up sort of like getting through it with a similar outcome. Like we all just had to survive it, just get through it, I guess. Um, is maybe survive is the wrong choice of words. But anyway, I don't think I can agree with the premise that the WHO, you know, had all the right policies. And it's just that we had a bunch of countries acting as bad children. Who right. Didn't. Like we at the at the and we should really point out who funds the World Health Organization right at the heart of this. The number one funder of the World Health Organization. Listen is to this. And Melinda Gates Foundation. Number one, as Whitney Webb on our show has articulately laid out right so the amount of money that comes bill and melinda gates foundation is the biggest contributor to the who from a um, a group that is intimately uh, tied to the biopharmaceutical complex making money off of this and then has written books and laid out plans about how the next pandemic will unfold is behind the world health organization right, right? at the heart of all of this yeah. Um, and, and I see, I think the point will, I think history will eventually show that the countries with the fewest WHO related restrictions are the ones that may have done the best. Hmm. That does seem, and so what they're saying here is we need more universal policy when it doesn't seem that policy actually got anyone through the pandemic is the point that I'm trying to make. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. You want to explain some of the language in this shit too? Yeah, like they they're putting forth a lot of policies that are, and then he tells it here. Like when this happens, we ain't gonna have no kind of government. Now, to to put a, a, a tighter point on that, we are now ceding control of of our response to a next round of any kind of pandemic where to an organization that doesn't have a track good track record from the last one and who is not elected is an unelected group yes. of people that we are ceding power to. Like, I just want to really drive home this point because I don't think people are understanding this. And certainly when they see this is not being covered, I did a search. This is not being covered in the mainstream media. Yeah. Bina, didn't they get a divorce? She was, she was tired of his shit and said, give me half at all in this way and it's almost being played up by like the atlantic and other news organizations i was reading today as a really good thing this is a really good thing that we're ceding our power to the world health organization right now to, to put a, a, a tighter point on that we are now ceding through the ca plus um i'm gonna go through the ca plus and I'm just going to give you the worst case scenario of the things that the WHO is giving themselves power with this document. Um, and I made a list as I went through it. One, they, they want to give themselves power to define the next pandemic. So what is it? What's the sickness? What's the lockdown? Or, you know, what is it? That yeah, look at these. 
WHOCA plus powers, define the next pandemic, determine lockdowns, surveillance power, determine treatments, vaccine mandates, vaccine distribution, vaccine IP and profits, redistribution of everything, question mark. Uh, Latina says, Mrs. Gates was only there to make it seem like Billy Gates was not gay or a pedo. Dude, you know what? I was thinking that same thing. Or, or did she, she been with him for a long time. Is it, ain't that correct? If I'm, if I'm m- not mistaken, they've been together for a real long time. And maybe she found out about his pedo shit and was like, you know what? All this shit's true. I'm out of here. Cause he could just be paying for her to go on vacation somewhere and doing whatever he wants to do. How much would you really know if you got all that money? I think gay uh, Gates is lots of things, but not sure he's gay, but she, but she looks off. Uh, she didn't look herself towards the end there either. Hmm. I hadn't seen a picture of her in a while. But it's odd that they're involved in everything. And there's a new vaccine for everything. What we couldn't talk about on the YouTube channel was the Black Plague. There was somebody that got a, a, ma- a letter in the mail was talking about, hey, we're doing a Black Plague vaccine, which is only uh, distributed through flea bites. It can't be spread from person to person. So... uh Sonia, I look at the link you sent that was just random pics of Melinda. Okay, I'll check that out. Uh, I just got it. Okay. Um, I forget where I was going with that, but yeah, uh, that seems crazy as hell to me. Let's finish this video. We're running from to determine lockdowns, give themselves. Sur- oh yeah, the Black Plague thing. Uh, they were getting a letter in the mail talking about uh, how they were going to do uh, vaccine trials for the the Black Plague. There, and uh, I went to the website myself because the the web listing, the name of the website, it was uh, don't let don't let the plague ruin your day dot com. I was like, what in the hell kind of website is this? Weird. Surveillance power, uh, determined treatments, vaccine mandates, vaccine distribution, vaccine IP and profits, and redistribution of pretty much everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go through the CA plus, and I'm just. Yeah. I can't say that. I'm going to show you. That's racial. There's a, there's, a, there's a sort of part in here that I'm like, whoa, like they think they can literally like change use of land because of pandemic yes, prevention. This is, this is again the end. In- Sonia, I almost made that the thumbnail for this show just to run off of that joke as a two-way joke. But I knew that that would be a problem because of the thumbnail that I was going to choose. Um, so I didn't do that. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think ahead uh, and not do things to shoot myself in the foot. But yes, that's a, a great joke. <laughs> Word on the street is Melinda is Kevin Klein. <laughs> Probably. 
You're right. He's probably not in a traditional form, but might be a friend of Epstein's Island. Oh, dude, I know they all went there together. Wasn't his name on that flight list a million times? The imminent domain clause that we've been talking about, we've covered this over the past few months, and this was one of the biggest things that stood out. Most people weren't covering this, is that they have the right to seize land. They have the right to seize yes. property. I'm going to show you, there's a, there's a, there's a sort of part in here that I'm like, whoa, like they think they can literally like change use of land because of pandemic yes, prevention. This is, this is again, the, in, the imminent domain clause that we've been talking about. We've covered this over the past few months. And this was one of the biggest things that stood out. Most people weren't covering this is that they have the right to seize land. They have the right to seize yes. property. I'm going to show you, there's a, there's a, they got a right to seize land property. He's going to continue here. And we're going to show you the language that they give themselves this power. So because this is a draft, the WHO hasn't even defined certain. Yeah, I thought he was on the sort list. Of part in here that I'm like, whoa, like they think they can literally like change use of land because of pandemic yes, powers or problems. See this working document. This is like, and we're going to show you the language that they give themselves this power. So because this is a draft, the WHO hasn't even defined certain powers or problems. See this working document. This is like, you know, they were able to define what a pandemic is and what populations are, but these things are like holding pattern. Okay. Uh, pathogen with pandemic pandemic potential means they don't even. Devin, you don't understand what they're in a holding pattern on what the definitions of these things mean. So they hadn't quite got there yet with what they mean, but they got an idea of where they want to go with it. Know what that means yet, what it means to be have a potential. Uh, these things I do not like. Um, the, the things in red are the things that give me stomach ache. For instance, the world in, in One Health surveillance means. Yeah, uh, Venus says put your land property in the trust. They can't touch it. Yeah, when it all comes down to it, that's just paperwork, though. Who's enforcing what? You know what I'm saying? When it all comes down to it, that's just government paperwork. When the government is the one controlling all the paperwork, that's, that don't mean nothing. Even that constitution is just ink on a page. What's going to happen when real shit goes down? That's what really matters. They don't know yet, but they're going to get to it. Meaning everybody surveyed, but we'll define that later. Interpandemic? I don't know what that is, like a pandemic within a pandemic. It's a yeah, I know you would. You're a legal expert with that. I figured this was probably something familiar with you. Uh, you probably see some of this stuff sometimes, huh? Meta pandemic. Uh, finally, the one I like the least here is infodemic. Like, okay, they we know uh, how the info <laughs> pandemic. Information attack on, yeah. Yes, right? So they do know how they define a pandemic. Here's the definition of pandemic. It's like a you understand what I'm saying, Anthony? I'm not disgracing the document whatsoever and what it stands for, but what I'm saying is if people don't do anything about it and, and uh, hold it up for what it's meant for and what, it's, what it stands for, it is nothing but just ink on a page. It's no, no heavier than any of the documents that they put forth in front of us every single day unless it's enforced. You know what I'm saying? We got laws on the books right now that say people can't have this, people can't have that, but they do it all the fucking time. They break laws left and right. Until they enforce it, it's nothing but ink on a page, numbers on a screen.
pathogen that infects human populations. But information and info pandemic is an idea linked to severe morbidity and high mortality, maybe. So will they want to link thoughts and ideas? Uh, so honestly, truth be told, they're dodging the document for quite a while. Which one are you talking about? Yeah, that's what I said too yesterday, Bina. They were talking about my fishing pole on the wall over there. It'd be easy to take. And I said, dude, if you got this far, you can have it. That'd be your reward for getting this far, I guess. Yeah, lefty makes it hard with only one standard. Oh, dude, they got so many standards over there. It's double, triple standard. It's non-binary standard. It, 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 you don't have standards over there. They don't have logic in their reason. That's what fucks me up about them always. You can sit there and have just a regular conversation with them and, and common sense talking points is lost on them. They're like, uh, uh, uh what? Uh, uh, short-circuiting. They are bypassing our Constitution in various ways already. Oh, yeah, for sure. Let's continue this. They'll tell you. And speech to human mortality and control that, too. Uh, you speech. can imagine human mortality. So pandemic, here's the definition of pandemic. It's like a pathogen that infects human populations. But information and info pandemic is an idea linked to severe morbidity and high mortality maybe so will they want to link thoughts and ideas and speech to human mortality and control that too uh you can imagine i hate that yeah yeah you know uh, the constitution has been amended several times you know what i mean we got the first amendment second amendment um do you think that they would amend it again to allow all this shit and nobody could say anything else then because we love the Constitution so much, we have to abide, obey by it. All of my constitutional scholars will let me know on that. So, yeah, so the infodemic is basically an idea or even speech. Yeah, all these pandemics fell from the sky along with the trans people. It's like all this shit came out, TikTok came out around that time. It's so crazy. So many coincidences, though. So many pins. So many coincidences. So many vaccines. No, they can't do that. They can't do a lot of things, but they did it so far is what my whole point is. And I'm wondering if Trump's even going to have a chance because if they beat him the if they beat him the first time, what's going to keep him from beating him the second time? And then they're throwing DeSantis in there and shit, trying to make another roadblock for him. Um, and then old fucking Pompeo. Did y'all see Pompeo wants to try to run for president? Uh, He's just trying to sell a book. They're all just trying to grift to make that money. So some idiot's going to give him some money, I guess, or who's, somebody's putting him up there. He ain't going to be no damn president. Nobody wants to see Mike Pompeo up there. Yeah, Trump's out of office, then one event after the other. Yeah, and that's what uh, I think Ezra, the reporter from Rebel News, that was his point, was like, we have attacked Russia and China on these fronts. Don't y'all think that we are actually under attack right now and they're not wanting to tell nobody? They got fucking spy balloons flying around. 
you got all these different power grids going down. Uh, the metal plant going gets it on fire. Food plants catches on fire. They're not doing that shit, or all this shit just is happening. Uh, is Liz Cheney still running? I don't know. Two of the three votes of House uh, plus Congress or two-thirds of states. Let's finish this one. Every solution? Every, every solution is an inoculation. Right. Uh, right. Whether it's inoculation of information, an inoculation of a vaccine. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, there's long history in this, too. I'm just, you know, reading, you know, reading a book right now just on a, a subset of uh, Nazi Germany. And this was exactly part of it, you know, understanding and controlling every drop of information at, along the way. And this and they absolutely knew that the slightest crack in that could lead to all sorts of problems for them. So, yes, absolutely controlling the narrative. Yeah. Latina says, do you not realize that how and why succession is the worst thing in the world? It's stupid to give China full access to the total Pacific coast so they will own it. No, no succession. Yeah, fuck all that shit. All the pussies just need to leave. We will book flights for your bitch ass to whatever country you want to go to if uh, America is so oppressive. You don't want to be a part of it no more? Get the fuck up out of here. Oh, sorry. This this is something that I I kind of agree, and maybe maybe this is not the right time in the conversation to have this, but uh, I kind of agree with something that Elon Musk had said recently, uh, with the danger of this, and I can see that that the danger of this. Whereas if you have 194 governments running their their, you know, if we're in a global pandemic and they're each running their own thing, and a couple of those governments. Side note: I like their setup right here. They got two laptops. That he's got a monitor over there. She's got a monitor here that she can see and look at. And it's got like their, uh, what they call it, their uh, teleprompter on them shit so they can read their stuff probably. That's a sweet setup. Fail at what they're trying to do, the majority of them still survive. If you have one shot and you don't have any like overage. So if they. Texas is trying to do that, the succession stuff, Sonia. They can't even get their border under control. I don't want to hear nothing about Texas no more. Talking about don't mess with this. When you got Beto O'Rourke's uh, horse tooth looking ass over there talking about don't mess with trans kids with the big old Texas shirt on. Bitch, please. Screw up the rollout of what the, of their pandemic plans. That's global. Yeah. That's, they screw it up for everybody. Right. right. And then, then, it, then it turns something which could be contained into like a like a extinction event. Right. And then I don't like that word. Well, and then what's the then who? Sorry. Then what are the consequences for this? This unelected group of globalists that where is there like a, a high court that can try them? Well, they do talk about how if two nation states have a dispute, how they work out that litigation and what domain. Um, and they talk about these elected. What's so crazy to me is like China is our biggest enemy, but we get all our medications from them. Russia is one of our biggest enemies, but our people go up onto the space station with them. Like, what the fuck is going on here? China sells us all kinds of shit. Harbor Freight is fucking China. Everybody, everything we got in this country is made in China. 
Who are these three? Um, this is. This is a. Whoops. Hang on one second. Uh, this is the Redacted Incorporated. Uh, Natalie and Clayton Morris, they're a husband and wife team. I just started following them because uh, they seem like they get their shit together. They got their finger on the pulse of things. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not sure who their little cohort's uh, guest guy was. Agree, and maybe maybe this is not the right time in the conversation to have this, but uh, I kind of agree with something that Elon Musk had said recently uh, with the danger of this, and I can see that that the danger of this. Whereas if you have 194 governments running their their you know if we're in a global pandemic and they're each running their own thing and a couple of those governments fail at what they're trying to do the majority of them still survive if you have one shot and you don't have any like overage so if they screw up the rollout of what the, of their pandemic plans that's global yeah that's, they screw it up for everybody right, right. and then then it, then it turns something which could be contained into like a like a extinction event Right. Yeah, I don't know how many of you guys caught that uh, COVID lab leak we did the other day of uh, on that Twitter break. But as soon as that news came out, I was following that on that Twitter space, and they she there was a, a Dr. Drew was in there, and uh, hell, a bunch of doctors were in there on that panel, and there was a Chinese doctor that she had defected from China, and she said, "Dude, I'm telling you that there is no way that you could let that fucking uh, virus get loose." from a level three lab down to a level one lab and get up out of there unless it was planned to be like that. And she said that people, uh, they were being trying to be sympathetic to China because that's where they're programmed to do now to be all diverse and shit. They don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And she's like, no, no, dude, that's the American way of thinking. You need to think like a Chinese, like the CCP hates you motherfuckers. You don't understand, like, they want to kill y'all, and it wouldn't hurt their feelings if that shit accidentally got out and killed a bunch of other people, too. Like, they're ruthless as fuck, but people underestimate them. Yeah, it was planned. Dude, as soon as that shit happened, I told Boomhauer, I said, dude, that's a fucking bioweapon, and now it's airborne. Because how the hell are you going to have it in the first week in California, and then, like, the next day in a little town in Kansas, some old lady had it. I'm like, she don't go to China? How the fuck did she get it? Fuck up out of here. That shit was airborne like a mofo. Bioweapon. And I'm telling you, it was a retaliation because Trump put those goddamn tariffs on those fools. And they were like, ow, my booty hole. He tore their asses up. And they were like, what is this shit? This is bullshit. He's out of there. We're going to make sure he never comes back. Fuck this guy and, and fuck all you two. We're going to poison and kill all you motherfuckers. <laughs> That's what they was retaliating, dude. That's what it was. Retaliation. And then, I don't like that word. Well, and then what's the, then who, sorry, then what are the consequences for this, this unelected group of globalists that where is there like a, a high court that can try them? Well, they do talk about how if two nation states have a dispute, how they work out that litigation and what domain. Um, and they talk about these elected bodies. There must be like two presidents from each country that are serving on the board and that there, there will be a... What was his uh, theory about the lab leak hidden? 
um, auditor at the end of every, uh, but none of them are elected by us. They're only internally elected by WHO and member states. So uh, let's get back. Because they have no brain cells to do it themselves, Sonia. When they actually get into those jobs and they figure out like, oh shit, dude, I'm totally over my head. What do I do? I'm going on lunch break and you see what happens to St. Louis. I hope that lady gets prosecuted to hell and back. Her family sues them to hell and back. The people of that town, the people of that city need to sue her personally because they're making their fucking town unsafe. St. Louis is, is a dangerous town, man. If y'all never been in some of those uh, back streets, <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's fucking dangerous down through there. Holy shit to the document and the things that should be, you know, concerning us. It does say that states maintain sovereignty for pandemic preparedness, but not during actual pandemics. It also says that states that join this are bound by their obligations to this document. Take a look here. Yeah, so uh, we're almost to the end of these. Uh, let's get back to the document and the things that should be, you know, concerning us. It does say that states maintain sovereignty for pandemic preparedness, but not during actual pandemics. It also says that states that join this are bound by their obligations to this document. Take a look here, uh, which defers a central role to the WHO. Basically, it's our way. Hidden says, Stick says the janitor at the lab was pissed that he doesn't make enough money, so instead of putting bat, they experimented on in the incinerator like they told him to. They took it to the wet market to sell. <laughs> That's a funny joke, but honestly, they have such high protocol for that type of shit. And let me just be clear when I say high protocol, uh, United States protocol is a lot different than Chinese protocol. As in um, American shit is better than Chinese shit. Like I said, we talked about Harbor Freight earlier. You're going to get what you pay for type shit. So when you're thinking about Chinese uh, protocol on things, they're very strict about shit, but they're very lax about shit too because they want to get it done super fast, super fast. Oh, Sonia, uh, hit me up later, too. I got some information for you on that, uh, the moon landing thing. Who believes that, the, that we actually went to the moon up in this motherfucker? Because I found a uh, documentary the other day from the Valuetainment. He, they interviewed the guy. Uh, I can't remember what the hell his name was at the top of my head. Let's see if I wrote it down. Oh, it was called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. I forget the guy's name, though. I don't think I wrote his name down. Yeah, those wet markets are crazy. Like, that's what I'm talking about. That type of lax um, cleanliness, sanitation.
The moon is made of spare ribs. Don't say my name. I want Anthony to block me. No, we were having a conversation about uh, conspiracy theories and all kind of fun stuff. And uh, that was one of the subjects that came up. And I was like, you know what? I don't know uh, what my opinion on that is. Um, Other than the videos that I've seen where the scientists said that, hey, man, we don't have that equipment anymore. And even if we did have that equipment, the stuff that's in your cell phone right now is like a million times more powerful anyway. So uh, we can't duplicate it anyway. So none of that equipment's here. None of the records are here. All we have is these videos and this little audio recording and a couple of these photos, and that's it. So this dude was making a documentary about uh, that, and he got all these different testimonies from all these different people they were saying the shit was fake. And he was like, all right, so let me get some footage from them and I'm going to make this documentary about whatever. So in that footage was some shit that was saying, uh, do not uh, um, distribute, not for public distribution. And uh, within that film, he saw where the, uh, let me see if I could find the shit. He saw where the earth was, um, looked at through their little um, view window, their their little window in the space capsule. And um, let me see if I can find this. Yeah, hang on. And how it was actually being manipulated and filmed from inside the capsule, but it, they were in low Earth orbit. They didn't actually go all the way up because it was a... Uh, a radiation, the van, uh, the van something belt. I can't remember exactly what the. The Van Allen belt, I think they were saying it was. Yeah, he didn't say that he uh, uh, believed in flat earth, though. I'll just play some of the beginning of it. It was kind of interesting. Some of the questions he had even, I'm like, damn, well, what, how come you can't answer this shit? And and the shit about the... Uh, um, they actually do this as a pretty good documentary. Let's see if I can get to the point. Oh, it was on his website, too. Actually, I think his website's in this fucking description. Yes, com. No, a doctor and a pediatrician, Filipino husband needed second transplant in their late 50s, early 60s. Yeah, here's the moon fraud in like three minutes or something, I think it is. Some people say it's hard to believe that the moon landings were faked. I say it's hard to believe that they were real. 
what NASA is claiming is that they went 1,000 times farther than they can go today with 50-year-older technology on the very first attempt with one millionth the computing power in all of NASA than is in a cell phone. All the proof that you need that the moon landings are fake is in this one picture. In sunlight, shadows will always run parallel with one another. This is because the sun is about a million times bigger than the Earth, and it casts shadows in the same direction over an entire continent. So you'll see in sunlight, shadows always run parallel and never intersect. Here's a picture which the federal government claims was taken on the moon. The astronaut's shadow runs at 12 o'clock, and this rock... Bina, wait till you get to the part about the stars, and they're saying, hey man, did you see any stars when you were out there? Like, none of them have given interviews. The three astronauts that went up there, only one of them has given multiple interviews, but not that many. And they uh, dodged questions. They asked them once if they ever saw stars, and they were like, you know what? I don't recall seeing stars. Like, dude, you're in outer space. I'm on the ground. I look at the stars all the time when they're outside. You, as a human, you just can't ignore it. This is your first trip off of the planet onto a fucking new moon on on the moon and you're looking back at the fucking earth you're telling me you don't look at all those stars and go wow man look how small we are into the the uh compared to the infinites of space you know what i mean you wouldn't look up at stars and shit that's crazy as hell we're doing conspiracy night up in here anthony don't hate only about five feet away the shadow runs at nine o'clock this is a 90 degree difference from objects five feet apart from one another. This proves that this was taken on Earth with an electrical light inside of a television studio. And on the Valuetainment interview, he asked him all kinds of questions. He said, dude, I believed in space. I, my, uh, my father was an Air Force pilot, and he had exclusive uh, uh, um, access to these photos. So I got pictures of this shit copies and stuff of things other people wouldn't see and it was on my fucking wall for years since i was four years old up till i was 14 years old and i started asking questions i want to be a filmmaker so he started learning about lighting and how things get shot and lit and all this shit so he knows what he's talking about uh i took uh bina says i took uh, pictures with my Sony Alpha, and they move like water in different colors. Just my observation. What? Uh, Sonia says, He telleth the number of the stars. He calleth them by all their names. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is infinite. Yeah, that's a good example of what I'm saying. Like, you turn around and see that, I loved space when I was a kid. I was all about it. Did you ever see that movie Space Camp? I think it was called Space Camp. Uh, I had uh, the chick from Back to the Future in that shit. What was her name? Leah Thompson. She she was in that bitch. I loved space back in the day. So don't tell me. I don't. I don't want to believe that we went there, but all the shit they say, and believe me, all the shit we know about the government lying all the damn time. I wouldn't put it past these fools. Watch this shit. This is all the proof that you need that the moon landings were fake. If Toyota said that they made a car 50 years ago, 
that could go 50,000 miles on a gallon of gasoline. And yet today, their best car could only go 50 miles per gallon or one thousandth the distance. Wouldn't the frog... You remember Space Camp, Anthony? Uh, no, it wasn't Elizabeth Shue, but she was cute too. I liked her. Um, it was Leah Thompson, I believe, or Thomas. I think it was Thompson. Not the trans swimmer, the one from the actress. If you go to IMDB, they'll tell you the whole synopsis of it. Yeah, that's Leah Thomas. Out of the previous claim be obvious? And yet, this is exactly the moon landing fraud. And yet, people don't see it because of their emotional attachment to it. They're claiming they went a thousand times farther 50 years ago than they can go today with 50-year-older technology. That doesn't make any sense. It's the only time in history that a technological achievement like the automobile or the airplane or nuclear power that no nation on earth could repeat it 50 years later when in fact it should be a hundred times greater 50 years later. If they could go to the moon with 1960s technology men would be in another solar system by now. Men would have walked on Mars 10 years later 40 years ago which never happened and there would be bases on the moon there today of which there are none. It's the only time in the history of the world that technology that cost $175 billion was deliberately destroyed afterwards. Yeah, it was, uh, let me see right here. I had the damn name. Leah Thompson, that's her name. It had all kind of people in that shit. Let's watch this trailer. Y'all remember Space Camp, goddamn it. Atlantis, do you copy? This is Atlantis. Radio check satisfactory. Over. Space Camp. America's real training ground for future astronauts. Future astronauts. I'm going to be the first female shuttle commander. You want space camp? My father wants space camp, but I want uh, my head examined. Please return your seats and trade tables to their full upright position. Remember everything I read. It's a real drag sometimes. What did you get on your SATs? A hundreds. And what is your name? Rudy Tyler, ma'am. Spit it out, Rudy. Rudy Tyler, ma'am! The green one right next to the red. 900 Thursday, we're going to test fire the engines, and some of you will be able to sit in this. Earth to Catherine. Stand, Stand by, by for main engine test. She's all yours. Four, three, two, go for main engine test. test. We have main engine test. Y'all remember this shit? Yeah, this was just supposed to be like a fluke. They were just kind of supposed to go up a little bit and test, but they were like, oh no, we have to really let him go in space. And they let him go in space. <laughs> and they had to learn off all the shit that they had learned in the books and everything. It was so funny. That gyro sphere would make you sick. Hell yeah.
an impossible mistake launch them into space. The adventure of their lives will be getting back home. Space. That's a lot of fuel and a lot of money for some bullshit, though. You know what I mean? Let's go back to what this guy was talking about. Would Bill Gates spend $175 billion to make the first computer, and then when he was done, throw it and the schematics in the trash? But that's what NASA claims that they did. They only did that to destroy the evidence of the fraud, which is proof itself that they didn't go, because if they really went, they would never destroy the technology. The B-52 bomber was made 70 years ago, and is still in service today in the United States Air Force because it worked so well. Now they want to return to the moon and they're having to recreate all that equipment from scratch because they deliberately destroyed it in order to hide the evidence of the fraud. I say it's harder to believe that the moon landings are real than to believe that they were fake. And this one picture proves that it was taken inside of a intelligence studio on Earth. All right, so that's one video. Then they had a confession from one of the guys. Um, like on his deathbed or some shit. Hello, my name is Gene Gilmore. Uh, my birth... Yeah, and they haven't gone back. And our technology has advanced way further since then. You think they have enough of that? You sent me a short video too? Okay, cool. Yeah, you did also send me another thing. Give me one second. My name is Eugene Rubin Akers. I don't want any money for what I'm doing because hopefully this video won't come out until after my death. So I have nothing to gain, nothing to profit by telling you what I'm going to tell you. And um, a lot of what I'm going to tell you is available online until they see this video and I'm sure things will start getting scrubbed um, as well as moon photos but anyway my father uh, in 1968 was stationed at Cannon Air Force Base in New Mexico I made notes on my computer um, so that uh, I wouldn't forget anything because uh, there's a lot of, lot of little things and stuff. yeah also that guy got he got drugged by the cia that bert sabrell guy that dude he got drugged by the fucking cia and he caught him on video recording audio recording saying do you just want to call the cia and have him killed or what have him whacked is what they said and he was saying a good point. He was like, why would they want to have me whacked or, or offed if I'm just some weird conspiracy theory guy and I'm not actually uncovering anything? Wouldn't they just call me a quack and tell me to leave? Like, why are you trying to kill people? And they end up drugging them and shit and they gave them some kind of truth serum and shit. It was weird as fuck. And uh, that guy also said, too, um, the valuetainment uh, interview is what turned me on to this guy because I was like, damn, he uh, he has some compelling arguments, you know what I mean? And he did them pretty short and concise within that video. 
Let me see if I can find that right quick. The fuck out of here. Give me one second. Oh, then you get O'Neill deGrasse Tyson Tyson actually defending the shit. Like, come on, dude. Hmm. I'll have to send it to you. It'll take me forever to find that shit right now for some reason. Notice that some pages won't let you search. I try to go to some pages and it's got the little thing there and I try to search for the shit that will never do it. Get on my damn nerves. Yeah, he just brought up a lot of interesting points about the shit. Yo, Neil deGrasse fed bison. I'm sure he'll say it wasn't because he's a, a paid operative, in my opinion. Yeah, I was just thinking that, Sonia, ever since they started this shit, I'm like, man, I don't trust nothing you motherfuckers say anymore. Yes, here it goes. This is it right here. My guest today is Mark Sabral, and you may uh, remember him as the time where he approached uh, uh, Buzz uh, uh, Aldrin, and he asked him to put his hands on the. Yeah, this was the guy that punched that Buzz Aldrin actually punched him. Y'all, do you remember seeing that video? This was the guy. To swear as if they had landed on the moon, he went around talking to a lot of people. I think there was even. A I know he was pro jab. Curious what he said about the. Oh yeah, yeah. That's what made me think that too. Documentary about it. And then Buzz Aldrin got upset and punched him in. If you've ever seen that clip, that's the individual I'm, I'm interviewing today. He just recently wrote a book called Moon Man, the true story of a filmmaker on the CIA hit list. He was also the infamous man uh, behind the, I'm sorry, the show, the man behind the infamous funny things happen on the way to the moon. He does not believe we landed on the moon. He thinks it's a hoax and a lot of other things are hoax. We're going to see if we can figure this thing out by the end of today's interview. Having said that, Bart, thank you so much for being a guest on Valuetainment. Tell us why you were so convinced that the moon landing was a hoax and what gave you this idea that it was a hoax? Well, I grew up as the biggest supporter of the moon landings. My dad was in the Air Force. He was an officer. Uh, he got a packet at the time of the alleged moon landings of publicity, 9 by 12 color pictures. 
I had them up on my wall for 10 years, saw them every day from the age of four to 14, which is 3,650 times. And then um, I saw a television show with this gentleman by the name of William Casing on it. He worked as a contractor for Rocketdyne during the Apollo program for six years. He had very high security clearances because he would edit communications going from the top generals back and forth to correct their grammar and everything so they wouldn't look immature. And so he saw a classified memo from Von Braun who said the odds of going to the moon successfully on the first attempt with 1960s technology was a one in 10,000 chance. And so he saw all these departments being shuffled around all the time, just as soon as somebody got their full understanding of what they were doing, they would shuffle everybody around. They were doing departmentalization so no one could see the full picture that the equipment certainly couldn't do it. I mean, here's the simplest proof. It's simply logical. What they're claiming is that they went a thousand times farther then they can send astronauts today, 50 years ago, on the first attempt with one millionth the computing power of a cell phone. I mean, when they flew across the Atlantic for the first time, a few years later, hundreds of aircraft and thousands of aircraft were flying across the Atlantic. When they went to the North Pole and South Pole here on Earth, they never made it the first attempt. It took multiple times. And there's never been a technological achievement that no one could repeat 50 years later. It's like me telling you 50 years ago, Toyota made a car that could go 50,000 miles on a gallon of gasoline. And yet today, five decades later, their best car can only go. No, the stream didn't end. Per gallon. We're still here. Where are you at, Latina? Or 1,000th the distance. You would laugh and say the original claim is preposterous. And so here we are 50 years later, and now the farthest they can send an astronaut to the moon is 1,000th the distance that they claim to have done on the first attempt 50 years ago with less computing power than a cell phone, one millionth of the computing power. It just doesn't add up. It's the only technological achievement that could not be repeated 50 years later. It's never happened. It's also the only time that they deliberately destroyed a technology. I mean, the B-52 is 70 years old and there's still 200 of them in service. And yet they admit they destroyed all the Apollo equipment and they're claiming they have to go back to the moon and recreate it from scratch. They destroyed all the original videotapes, all the original blueprints. You would never do that if you really went. You would only do that if there was a fraud and you were trying to cover your tracks. So I started looking into it at a 14-year-old thinking, hey, you know, maybe this guy's right. I was open-minded 14-year-old. And then 10 years later, I'd become a filmmaker and I was editing uh, for the filmmaker who had produced the show I saw 10 years earlier. I said, do you remember that guy in your show who said we didn't go to the moon? No. Call the San Francisco production office. I did. They said, hey, look, if you called one or two days later, we wouldn't be able to tell you because we're deleting all 10-year-old archives. So I called up the guy. He said, hey, you know, you're a filmmaker. You should do a film about this. I took off about six months. I found out that two of the three astronauts on the first mission never give interviews. I found out that uh, the administrator of NASA resigned days before the first mission. It's kind of strange before you're putting this big feather in your cap. Sonia, you're asking, uh, this guy's the one in the video you showed before, and he says his father worked during the time of the moon landing. 
No, that's one of the whistleblowers. That was his father was the one that worked during that time. I found out that the Soviets had launched the first satellite, the first animal, the first man, the first woman, the first two spacecrafts at the same time, and they never went to the moon. And then I look at these shadows. You know, I'm a filmmaker. My job is to make fake scenes look real. And I can tell you from showing you one simple photograph that that the moon landings are shot with electrical lighting. I mean, if you go out in sunlight, that shadows always run parallel. You and a friend go out on a sunny day and you'll see your shadows will never intersect. Bart, show us what you mean by this lighting. So here is a picture that I took in sunlight. You'll see that the shadows, because the sun is about a thousand times bigger in diameter than the earth, that it casts shadows in the same direction over an entire continent. Here's a picture that NASA claims was taken on the moon. Here you see the shadows are from an object about five feet apart from one another. Here's the astronaut shadow going at 12 o'clock. Here's the shadow of a rock about five feet away. It's going at nine o'clock. This is all the proof that you need that the moon landings are fake. My job as a filmmaker is to make fake <laughs> scenes look real. I use electrical lighting all of the time. And when I looked at those pictures. Hey, uh, wasn't that Von Braun? Wasn't he the, the Nazi guy that came over and was the head of NASA? He defected at when we went over there and whipped everybody's ass. These things are guaranteed 100% shot in electrical lighting. I mean, there it is right here. This is all the proof that you need that we didn't go to the moon. And then in the course of making a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, we found classified footage of them faking part of the photography. All right, here's what he's talking about. This right here is a, a light. This is the earth. But when they pull back this film here in a minute, you're going to see they're just inside the pod and they're real up close to the earth, but they're making it look like it's real far away. Right in front of your eyes. I, when I popped in this tape said, do not show to the public. Mind you, I had asked them for all the footage from just the first mission, figuring if they faked it, they were more likely to have made a mistake the first time they faked it. So I pop in this tape, it says, do not show to the public. And then I see this particular shot here of what is allegedly the blue earth floating in space. Because at this point in the mission, they're supposed to be 130,000 miles away from the earth. And this is allegedly with the camera up against their window, shooting the earth far away, which it's not. This was the only fake footage that the astronauts faked themselves. Basically, I'd gotten the same footage over and over again. I asked. That's funny, Sonia, that you say that. Because you guys see the uh, Woody Harrelson uh, thing that he did where he was talking about the vaccine and all that shit. It was on Saturday Night Live. So then right after that happened, all these different articles started dropping how he was this, he was that, all kinds of shit. I believe Rolling Stones was one of them. American conspiracy theorists in the house. Yep. <laughs> Landings between 69 and 72 were staged by NASA under control of the CIA. Yeah, well, I mean, watch this video right here. He'll explain all kind of shit. I'm, if you have explanations for these things, you tell me. For unedited footage, but I didn't get any except by accident. 
Bill Casing, thanks a whistleblower from NASA, sent me this footage intentionally. Yeah, wasn't he on board with it at first, Sonia, or am I just fucked up? When I hit fast forward in the machine, I kept seeing this same shot for the full hour, which is kind of odd. Why would I see this little shot here of the Earth floating in space for a full hour? Because it was a special effect shot that they were trying to perfect. So I, I rewound the tape, I hit play, and I heard the CIA talking to the astronauts on the tape. Take a listen. Okay, so you just heard NASA talking to the astronauts. Hey, the TV picture looks great. Then there's a four second delay. And then a third party, the CIA, says talk. And then the astronauts answer, hey, the TV picture looks great. Well, they're really in Earth orbit. So they heard them right away. If they had answered right away, it would give away the fact that they're very close to the Earth. So they had an earpiece in, and basically they were instructed not to answer NASA until four seconds went by. So first they were asked the question, they counted off four seconds, the CIA said talk, and then they started answering to give the impression that they were far away from the Earth when in fact they were still in Earth orbit, which is where they stayed the entire time. Now why are they doing that? Why are they, what's the motive to fake this? Okay, because they can't leave Earth orbit. And so they have to show footage as if they've left Earth orbit. Okay, so if you go to the next clip here, this said they only had one window that faces the earth and it's filled up with the tv camera right which it would have to be if this is really the earth floating in space then they have to have the camera's lens up against the window in order to shoot this right so this is a legend it took me a second to figure out what he was talking about too sonia but if you look at it, oh shit, when he gets there, just one second. Okay, this is supposed to be far away, right? Now, just think of this as this is the earth real, real up close. I mean, just like outside of a plane window almost. You're actually higher than that. You're in earth's orbit, but it's way bigger than that. But they have blocked out everything else, and the camera is only showing you this, and they have a little prop thing right here to create this shadow to make it look like it's real he's going to make it make sense here in just a second at one window that faces the earth and it's filled up with the tv camera right which it would have to be if this is really the earth floating in space then they have to have the camera's lens up against the window in order to shoot this right so this is allegedly the earth floating in space and this is space around it but you'll see in a minute this is really the circular window of the spacecraft with a section of the earth outside of it and the cameras pulled back at the back of the spacecraft with all the lights turned off all of which they talked about because they thought these private conversations would be edited out let's take a listen of him claiming 
that he's 130,000 miles away from the Earth or halfway to the moon. Roger, Houston, Apollo 11. Calling in from about 130,000 miles out. So right now, he's claiming that this is 130,000 miles out, that this is the Earth floating in space, and that he has the camera up against the window's glass. So here you see the real position of the camera. This is the footage that we uncovered that they said at the beginning, do not show to the public. This is proof that they're faking being halfway to the moon. Here's a work light inside of the spacecraft. They put a crescent piece of material inside the window to make it look like the Terminator line between night and day. Here they are removing part of that. Those are the astronauts in front of the window removing. This is a one foot model of the earth. You see that? Then we see the iris open up and we see the real location of the camera being at the back of the spacecraft. You see that? So they just faked being halfway to the moon. See, you see that? This is really the window of the spacecraft in Earth orbit with the bright Earth shine coming through. But over here, they claimed it was the Earth floating in space. Do you see that? We have the unedited version. That's why it said at the beginning of the film, do not show this to the public, right? How'd you get this footage? Well, uh, Bill Casey believes a whistleblower from NASA sent it to us. So basically, three and a half years into the seven-year project of making a funny thing happened on the way to the moon, I discovered this footage. This footage of the crew of Apollo 11 faking being halfway to the moon. Now, why are they faking being halfway to the moon? Because they cannot go halfway to the moon. If they could really go, we'd be seeing the real Earth out the window, and they wouldn't be faking a one-foot model of it like they're doing now. So if they're faking being halfway to the moon, it means they cannot leave Earth orbit. And what a surprise, 50 years later, they cannot leave Earth orbit. It's largely because of a radiation field that starts at about 1,000 miles up that they would have to go through in order to reach the moon. That radiation field is 25,000 miles thick. And the only time in history that someone has said to have gone through it is the Apollo astronauts to the moon and back. And NASA's own Kelly Smith says that the technology to go through that radiation has yet to be invented. As we get further away from Earth, we'll pass through the Van Allen belts, an area of dangerous radiation. Radiation like this could harm the guidance systems, onboard computers, or other electronics on Orion. Naturally, we have to pass through this danger zone twice, once up and once back. But Orion has protection. Shielding will be put to the test as the vehicle cuts through the waves of radiation. Sensors aboard will record radiation levels for scientists to study. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. We must solve these challenges before we send people through this region of space. We must solve these challenges before we... See, so he's saying we must solve these challenges before we send people through space. And he talks and about people, how thin the lead lining of that shit was. There's no way they'd be protected by that shit. It's crazy. It gets crazy as hell, man. And yes, uh, Latino, they do talk. They didn't talk about the stars yet, but they do talk about the stars and the lack there of those in that whole thing. It's called uh, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon. It's on YouTube. You can watch it.
Yeah, it does seem hard to believe that it can be achieved. And, and even if you can say that it, it is achievable, why would they destroy all of the evidence to be able to do it again? All the documents, all the fucking uh, equipment and all that stuff, it's the most technologically advanced thing we've ever done as a civilization. It's crazy. If you watch that whole thing, it's crazy. This region of space. So basically, the guy just said that the technology to go through the radiation belt has yet to be invented. First, he called them dangerous radiation. This was from an unmanned probe. I believe it was in 2016, the Orion Project. Okay. They sent an unmanned probe up there with two Geiger counters. They said it, it's dangerous radiation. And he says we must solve these radiation challenges before we send people through this region of space, meaning the technology to send human beings through the radiation field has yet to be invented. You see that? So I call up NASA. I said, let me talk to this guy. I'm a journalist. He said, oh, no, he didn't talk to journalists anymore since he made that mistake. And I said, well, send me these Geiger counter readings, right, of the, of the radiation belts. And they said, that's classified. I said, wait a minute. You sent probes to the sun to find out how much helium is in the sun. Those measurements are just nature. They're not classified. You sent probes to Jupiter to find out how much hydrogen is in Jupiter's atmosphere. That's just nature. So why would the amount of radiation in this radiation belt surrounding Earth why would those measurements be classified? Because if they released them, it would prove that they're deadly and they cannot go to the moon. You know, when they made the atomic bomb 10 years later, it was like 100 times more powerful. And another 10 years later, it was 1,000 times more powerful. This is the only time in world history that technology has gone backwards. If they really went to the moon on the first attempt with one millionth the computing power of a cell phone, they would have been on Mars 10 years later they would have been in another solar system by now. The point is, it's impossible for technology to go backwards. Can you tell me big, credible mathematicians, doctors, you know, uh, uh, famous power politicians, presidents who don't believe this event took place? Any major names that support that? Yeah, this never Bill happened? Clinton. On page 156 of his book, My Life, he tells a story about uh, when he was working with a carpenter back in 1969. He said, uh, hey, you know, to the carpenter while they were building a house, Bill Clinton said to him, hey, in the moon landing grate, the carpenter said, I don't believe them. Those television people can make you think one thing when they're really doing something else. And then he said, after spending eight years in Washington, he came to believe that the old man was ahead of his time, meaning he also agreed that the moon landings were fake. It's very simple. There's no independent eyewitnesses, no independent press coverage. You know what I mean? It's like uh, they have a TV picture completely controlled by the federal government and three government employees of the, of the alleged greatest event in human history. I mean, it's unbelievable that they're claiming that they went a thousand times farther than they can go today 50 years ago with one millionth the computing power that they have today. It's a preposterous claim. If it wasn't for people's emotional attachment to the patriotism or they, it becomes a religion for people. Look how great science is, look how great we are. They would accept, they would already acknowledge it. When Bill Casey first suggested that I do a film about this, right? Which is when I was 24 years old, it was about 30 years ago, I turned it down because I saw the shadows intersecting. 
I saw the Soviets were more advanced. I saw two of the three guys don't give interviews. But I'm telling you, 30 years ago, it scared me because I personally, I have kind of a, a relentless personality. And I also love puzzles. We were talking about games before we got started. I love games and puzzles. And I said to myself, Patrick, I said, look, if anyone could figure out whether he went to the moon or not, it would probably be me. And I said, you know, it looks like there's a good possibility that the missions were fraudulent. And so I turned <laughs> down the project. Yes, I said, I, I want to have a wife and a family someday. Why should I risk my life for other people's mistakes? So I turned down the project. And then another client of mine, a Christian client, said, hey, I'll get one of your scripts, uh, Mr. Filmmaker, to a famous Hollywood producer if you do me a favor. I'm like, sure. Yeah, great minds think alike on that, Sonia. I was thinking that same damn thing. Like, if this is what he's saying is true, then do they really need all those calculations? But he talked about how very compartmentalized each department is, and you only know what you're supposed to know and nothing beyond that. So the astronauts really trained. But uh, one of the head people that resigned like a week or two before they even did the launch said that, dude, we can't even get uh, an intercom to work from one building to the next. How are we going to send somebody to the moon? They never could get any of the practice equipment to work. And he was getting frustrated because he would keep telling them to get shit fixed and advance the program, but they would never advance it. It was always some bullshit keeping them behind. And he talks about how it was just a big money game. They'd have, they'd have billions of, of today's dollars in profits off of just trying, quote unquote. They said, read the Bible. So I started reading the Bible, June 5th, 1989, the day the man stood in front of the tanks in China. And it was a one-year Bible divided into 365 reads. And over the next five years, I read the Bible five times from cover to cover. And after that, I realized, you know, there is a God. There is good and evil. There is a judgment for how we live our life. And I said to myself, if they didn't go to the moon, that's more profound than if they'd actually gone. Think about this, Patrick. Let's say they could go to the moon. That would have a certain level of significance to mankind. But if they couldn't go, they lied about it. They murdered people to keep it a secret. That's more profound than if they'd actually gone. And I said, if they didn't go, this is important for mankind to know. Otherwise, we won't grow. We won't learn from our mistakes. We'll, we'll be stuck in this corrupted world. So I called up Bill. I said, I changed my mind. I decided to make the film anyway. Well, let me tell you, these films cost $1 million. And we were financed by a board member of an aerospace company who builds rockets for NASA. He knows from an engineering point of view that we didn't go to the moon. And he said it was his patriotic duty to finance these films to expose this fraud, okay? That's who financed our movie, a board member of an aerospace company building rockets for NASA Sick. who knows they didn't go to the moon. Yeah. Plus I had a guy who worked there for six years who said we didn't go to the moon. But I still said, well, maybe we'll find out. But when I found that footage of them faking the shot of being halfway to the moon, with the CIA telling him how to do it, I'm like, oh my gosh, they really didn't go. And then it got, you know, even worse. Then I found a source, okay, who was actually there at the time that they filmed it. Now, this is what I'm releasing in Moon Man for the very first time. He was personally there at a particular United States base, military base, 
And he stood beside President Johnson while they filmed the faking of Apollo 11, June 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of 1968. We're going to identify the code name for the Apollo project, the military base where it was filmed, and a list of 15 people. He was the chief of security at this base, and, he, and they said only these 15 people are allowed in to eyewitness this event. He had that list, and he gave it to me. He confessed on his deathbed that he was there. I forget the, the full list, but a dude named Trudeau is on that list. The old guy in the first video we were talking, showing earlier, that was given the confession or whatever on the on his deathbed. He said Trudeau's name in that shit. So I don't know if that was related to the current Trudeau or not. I have no idea. And some of these people are still alive today. And then in the course of finding this, you know, footage, this proof that we didn't go to the moon, you know, my phone calls were interrupted. I started being followed. And at one point I was literally kidnapped and drugged by, I presume the CIA to the point where they were asking me questions. I, they gave me true serum or something. Uh, I told them everything they wanted to know. I escaped. I took my urine sample to a lab uh, to prove that I had been drugged illegally by this some exotic true serum drug. I call back, uh, or actually a friend does, because I was trying to not show if they were listening to my phone conversations that where I had gone, but somehow they found out anyway. When my friend called the lab to get the results, they said, well, we had a problem. And I said, well, what was that problem? They said, well, there was a break-in over the weekend in our lab. And they said, the only thing stolen was your urine sample. <laughs> You know, so all of this, you know, it leads up to the second film, Astronauts Gone Wild, where I just had the thought, you know, from TV shows growing up, hey, why not ask somebody to swear on the Bible? So we tracked down uh, a lot of these Apollo astronauts and asked them to swear on the Bible that they walked on the moon. Most of them would not do it. One of them, of course, you know, punched me. One of us, one of them kicked me. One of them threatened to shoot me. One of them threatened to hit me. And one of them, when I was in their house, and they literally physically kicked me from behind when my back was turned, right after they said they're not a violent person, so they can't even not lie for five seconds. And the commotion, we left a wireless microphone on them. Do you have footage right? of all this stuff? Do you have a... Yeah, uh, it's, it's an astronaut's come out. They have it queued up right now if you want to take a listen yeah, to it. Yeah, you got it. I'd love to see it. Yeah, watch and so this basically, shit. we left a microphone on this guy, my camera guy, and the commotion of being threatened to be shot, left the camera rolling in the back of the car. And when they went back inside their house with the doors closed, we heard their private conversations. And, you know, cause these are high quality microphones. They work for quite a distance. And when the uh, production secretary who was transcribing all the interviews with the astronauts a month or so later, she calls me. Yeah, I know who uh, William Cooper is, Latina very excited says bart bart do you know what they're talking about in your in their house privately you know when you when the camera was still recording I said no tell me she says they're talking about calling the cia to have you assassinated i said yeah that, that's funny she says no bart no i'm serious i said yeah that's really funny she says no bart you're not listening i'm being serious and sure enough they're discussing calling the cia to have me assassinated you want to call the cia the question is, if they really went to the moon, why would they need to call the CIA to have a journalist who's completely wrong assassinated, right?
again, if, if I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm completely wrong and it's silly, why would they have to call the CIA to have me assassinated unless I'm a real investigative journalist and covering a genuine and outrageous government fraud? The same way with Buzz Aldrin, okay? If he really walked on the moon, me saying otherwise is like throwing a feather at the guy. Why would someone become violently angry for throwing a feather at them? He did but call him a coward, like, though. <laughs> like walking up to him in the company of his wife and saying, oh, how's your mistress? She says hello. Then he gets angry, and that's exactly what happened. I exposed his fraud. I exposed this guy's fraud, and that's why they become so violent, because they're known you know, as heroes. And that's you know, the sad state of our country. They gave congressional medals of honor. They had ticker tape parades for these guys, right? And some people say when you just see their expression from the press conference, they're convinced that they didn't go to the moon because they look like they're at a funeral. And so this is what Moon Man is about, not only how and why we didn't go to the moon, not only about my crazy adventures of being kidnapped and drugged, not only about naming the military base where it was filmed, the dates, the code name, and a list of 15 people who were there. It says, look, they're, they're, these people and their apprentices are still at large running our government. This is a dangerous Mark, what, thing. When did you get that audio of Edgar Mitchell, what he said? Uh, that was in 2003. And what'd you do with that audio? Well, we put it in the film, the follow-up film called Astronauts Gone Wild. No, did uh, you ever give that to the, did you ever approach anybody and, and you know, share it with, you know, the cops or anybody just to say, here's what was said or no? No. However, when my source, okay, about naming the base, okay, the code name for the military base, and the list of 15 people who were there at the time, some of whom are still alive today, okay? And when I named all of this, I confirmed this with that person's surviving family member. And when I did that, a couple of days later, their house was broken into. Even though they had a security system with cameras, they were somehow disabled, somehow they knew their password. Everything from their house, about their relatives' involvement in the military and at the space was confiscated. And two or three days after that, they were visited by two government agents who threatened them and their family members with death if they ever spoke to me again. At that point, I contacted the White House press secretary. I contacted a United States Senator on the Select Intelligence Committee, and I contacted the FBI. <laughs> Being a, it says my desktop screensaver is Nixon calling Apollo 11 on the landline phone. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Should live to give them protection. I, I mean, is this boring, you guys? Are you getting information from this thing? I don't know. This dude's pretty convincing. He's got a lot of arguments that you got to try to shoot holes through before you can say, hey, this shit really happened, you know what I mean? And this is a very serious thing. You have to understand Ralph Nader, okay? He wrote a book in the 60s, Unsafe at Any Speed, right? And the CEO of General Motors, James Roche, admitted that he had Ralph Nader followed by former FBI agents 
simply to not spend money to put airbags in cars. So if I am exposing the most horrendous government fraud, at least emotionally to the public, I think the government admitting to following now Ralph Nader around about some airbags. They might keep up with me and my sources. And that's why I was drugged. That's why this person's life was threatened. That's why all these things happen. I mean, I'm sorry. I, I really wish we went to the moon. Our world would be a much better place if people didn't have their emotional attachment. I mean, it, it's, it's like a religion to people. How dare you say that the great moon landings are fake? You know, it, it's unbelievable. We, right now, we have 3,000 architects and engineers, right? who will go on the record and risk their lifelong reputations and say the three buildings on 9-11, it's impossible for them to come down with fires, especially the third one. And yet 20 years later, nothing is done about it. Three quarters of the American public says Oswald did not kill Kennedy. Nothing is done about it. We have John McNamara admitting that the Gulf of Tolkien incident that led to over a million people dying, they completely made that up. It never happened. And it's like, why is nothing being done? We have William Benny, who worked for the NSA for 30 years. He says they listened to United States president's phone calls, Supreme Court justices' phone calls, Senate and Congress members' phone calls in order to get dirt to, to blackmail them to voting a particular way. They admit it. This is even on a couple of mainstream media outlets. They admit this is a fact. There's not a single congressional hearing done about it because the, the evil people who run the world and our government are so entrenched. They, they own the FBI. They own the Justice yeah, Department. The they own the this? this never happened. What's the big deal? Let's just say. And see all the stuff he's talking about right now. You understand that that's a fact. How all the media is controlled by the government and shit. Yeah, that's funny. I bet you believe 9-1-11 was a hoax, too. Never happened. What is the big deal about us proving that this never happened? Well, if you go to chapter 11 of my book, Moon Man, you see what the Achilles heel of all this is. I agree with you. Okay, they fake going to the moon. So what? And if it weren't true, what I'm about to tell you, I would agree with you. Okay? But the fact is, they murdered the crew of Apollo 1 in order to go to the moon. Apollo 1 was going to be the first crew to walk on the moon. And they were murdered on January 27th, 1967. It's not my opinion. It's the opinion of the dead man's widow. It's the opinion of the dead man's son, who was a 747 pilot. They have investigated it for decades. They are 100% convinced that that fire that killed the man and two crew members with him, the man who would have been the first man to walk in the moon, that that fire was set deliberately. The, basically, Gus Grissom was the commander. He was the most beloved of all the astronauts because of a Mercury problem. He splashed down. The explosive bolts went off. His spacecraft flooded. He admitted at the press conference he had rolls of nickels in his pockets to give to his son and school children to say this nickel has been in outer space. But when he started sinking to the bottom of the ocean with all that extra weight, he said, you know, maybe it wasn't such a great idea. The press corps laughed. And then somebody asked him, they said, were you afraid? And he said, Patrick, of course I was afraid. And everybody loved him. He's telling, he was the biggest critic 
of the Apollo One program. He wrote to his senator, he's wrote to his congressman, he wrote to every general saying they're not fixing anything. A few minutes before he was burned alive, they couldn't get a wired intercom to work between two adjoining buildings. He said, guys, how are we gonna go to the moon in two years if we can't get an intercom to work between two buildings? He said, I can't hear you, the intercom's not working. So he told his <laughs> wife, who I interviewed extensively, that the CIA was all over the launch pad the day before the fire. The CIA went to his house and confiscated all of his critical reports he was filing with Congress before they even informed his widow that he was dead. They murdered the Apollo 1 crew. This is the valid lifelong opinion of Betty and Scott Grissom. They have done thousands of hours of investigation. I'm just sharing their opinion. Their opinion is the Apollo 1 fire was set deliberate, and they have forensic evidence to back it up. So why was the CIA there the day before the fire? Why would they kill these three men and then later fake the moon landing? Because he wouldn't cooperate with it. That's why. He hung a lemon at the top of the spacecraft a few days before he burned alive. He said, this thing is a lemon. He said, we're 10 years away from going to the moon, not two. There's the lemon right there on a damn coat hanger. You need to fix this, this, this. They never fixed any of it because they knew they were only going into Earth orbit and they had not yet informed the astronauts. Same thing with Barron. He was a whistleblower and he did a report, two reports for Congress saying this is not going to the moon by the end of the decade. They're claiming they need 15 years to return to the moon with five decades better technology than when they had an eight-year goal to go to the moon. <laughs> Before cell phones and microwave ovens, they could do it in eight years. Now, 50 years later, it's going to take 15 years. Reagan said they'd go back to the moon in five years. Never happened. Then the president after him, Clinton, said they'd go to the moon. Never happened. George Bush Sr. said they'd return to the moon in five years. Never happened. George Bush Jr. said twice they'll go to the moon in five years. Never happened. Obama said we'd go to the moon in five years. Never happened. And they said they're going to send an unmanned probe to orbit the moon. And that never happened. They said that in, in uh, 2016, by 2018, we'll have an unmanned probe going around the moon. That never happened. They can't even do that. Did, I mean, Trump, did Trump ever say we're going on the moon? We're, we're going to. Um, I think he sent the goal of 2024. And they just said about, I don't know, three or four months ago, they can't do that either. And China, which is the most industrialized nation on the planet, says they need 15 years minimum in order to go to the moon. So how come they could do it 50 years ago in eight years, and now with five decades better rocket and computer technology, they need twice the time to go to the moon? It, it's illogical. There's never been a technological achievement that no one could repeat 50 years later. Never happened. You don't believe man landed on moon, yet you believe in a God you've never personally, physically met before. What do you say to that? Well, I've said those people need to read two books. The first one is called Privileged Planet. And the second book is One Cosmos Under God. And they will see that mathematically, the odds of there being life on Earth or anywhere in the universe is not likely at all. It's like winning the Powerball 20 times in a row. Remember, what the government says is generally the exact opposite of the truth. They're trying to tell you that there must be life everywhere, but these two books show you there shouldn't even be life on Earth that it has to be by design. There's no other explanation for it. Things don't make themselves, cars don't make themselves. Look at our body, all the departmentalized organs doing their job, the ear, it's, it's obviously designed. Now, whether you can understand it or not, 
doesn't matter. Intellectuals get so prideful. They say, well, if we can't comprehend it, it must not be true. Well, my dog, I can open the hood of my car and say, this is the alternator. This is the starter. It will never understand a spark plug, but it doesn't mean that the engine wasn't designed by an intelligence higher than itself. So the, the fact is logic says they didn't go to the moon because it doesn't make sense that they could go a thousand times farther than they can go today, 50 years ago with one millionth of computing power cell phone. That's completely illogical. It's the only time in history that technology went backwards. It's the only time in history that a technological claim couldn't be repeated 50 years later. I mean, imagine Bill Gates spending $200 billion to build the first computer. And when he was done, throwing all the hardware, the schematics, all the records of it into the fireplace, it would never happen. They should have done that with the atomic bomb, but they didn't. So why would they, if they really went to the moon and spent $200 billion in today's dollars, why would they throw that away? They would never do that. But the fact that they did is proof that they didn't go because if they really went, they would never do it. And if they were covering up the fraud, that's exactly what they would do. So there you go. There you go, folks. I uh, have more information on this topic than I did prior to coming on and uh, interviewing you. And it's always a good thing. We're gonna put the link below to your website where people can go and get all this content uh, uh, from your site. Having said that, Bart, thank you so much for being a guest on Valuetainment. No problem. Yeah, so what do y'all think about that? I know that was kind of a long uh, interview, but instead of me trying to give you the synopsis, I'd rather him speak straight from his own mouth and let you hear from him. What, what do you guys think about that shit? Who wrote the Bible, though? <laughs> yeah, that's always the stickler. You know what I mean? Like it was a, It's a man-made book written by man to control man. There's good stories in there to try to teach you how to be a good person, obviously. But do you need a threat of all burning damnation to be a good person? Some people do, I guess. Not the bookmarks. I'm trying to go to Sonia sent me a link. Let's go see what Sonia's link was. The philosophy of the moon landing. No, I actually no, I feel sorry for these moon landing guys. <laughs> I think they were genuine people who honestly thought they were going to become space heroes. Instead, they became space pantomime stars. And you can see they were troubled by this. It ate them up. And as we're about to see, looking at two clips, one fairly recent, one of the... Yeah, this is one, like one of the most famous photographs. And that dude we talked about in that, if you watched the, the longer uh, documentary, a funny thing happened on the way to the moon that he was talking about. That's the movie that he made. Uh, they go into it about all the different government conspiracies and how this is just another one, you know what I mean? Back of the success of the moon landing or so-called moon landing you can see in both these clips it's obvious for anyone with the most basic understanding of human psychology we can go down the religion hole we can go down the space the space wormhole i guess you would say my whole thing about uh the teachings with the books and all that no matter what religion you're teaching People that are stranded on a desert island or a deserted island, excuse me, 
And there are still tribes that haven't been contacted by man still in 2023. They leave them alone. Do they know anything about religion? Are they going to go to hell because they haven't been taught those teachings? I don't know. I just have questions. But these people are struggling with this lie. Okay. First up, let's go here. A more recent clip. First up, we got Buzz Aldrin, original moon landing superstar. <laughs> Long time. Why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? Oh, Sonny says, funny thing happened to the moon is the movie the man on the Valuetainment created. Yeah, it's called A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Moon. And this is the movie right here. I'm going to. I don't know why that wouldn't just let me do it. Yeah, if you go to his website right there, that's com. it's got all the links to everything in there. I'll put the link in the chat. Maybe you can copy and paste it. Or I can just send it to you in the... I'll send it to you on your Twitter. How about that? You know that Ethiopia is not on our calendar. I heard they're five years behind. How would that make sense? A Catholic priest came up with the Big Bang Theory because they follow the creation of man or something. Play that one, Ribble. Yeah, I'm playing it. As mind-boggling as it sounds, this is the case in Ethiopia while the rest of the world is currently living in 2022 Ethiopia. Yeah, I think they're talking about economic and food-type situations and technology as well. You know what I mean? We can go to a little hodunk town and you're like, damn, y'all motherfuckers still in the 90s up in here. Y'all in the 70s even? What the hell? <laughs> That's not called moon landing you can see in both these clips it's obvious for anyone with the most basic understanding of human psychology that these people are struggling with this lie okay first up let's go here a more recent clip first up we got buzz aldrin original moon landing superstar <laughs> Long time. Why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not uh, an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there, and... And that's the way it happened. And and if it didn't happen, it's nice to know why it didn't happen. 
Was he drunk doing this damn interview? Very revealing clip of Buzz in more recent years, essentially saying the moon landing didn't happen. He kind of want to know. He kind of wants to know why. Well, I think Buzz probably something to do with the shape of the Earth, the fact the Earth's not a spherical, wobbling, oscillating ball that's doing ludicrous speeds in all different directions. But it's clear just from this clip, Buzz is clearly being eaten up or has struggled. Buzz is buzzed in this clip. From day one. And I think Buzz was a genuine person who had good intent, was in fact a hero willing to put himself on the line to explore and better for mankind. Turns out, yeah, space and the things that were expected of these people weren't quite what they expected. And as a result, all these years later, it's quite clear that Buzz. Y'all remember the Columbia disaster when they blew that shit up? I wonder if that had anything to do with any of these conspiracy theory shit. Because I remember that when I was a kid, the Challenger ex uh, expedition, when they blew that bitch up. <laughs> That's not. That like happened to us when we were kids. We were watching that shit in the classroom back in the day. I was devastated. I was like, oh, my God, our space astronauts. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there, and and that's the way it happened. And, and if it did... Now we're going to nip back in time. Weeks after the moon landing success, we get to see Buzz near... Yeah, some of these clips are in the movie too, Sonia, where they look so kind of stoic on the whole situation you know what i mean like if 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 you think that they really went there and it was the most triumphant thing in their lives they'd more be more enthusiastic about it they'd be wanting to answer every question they they have the the spark of a child like they just saw the a brand new uh cartoon for the first time you know what i mean you'd be losing your fucking mind like i said about the stars i, I know i'd be looking at the shit i'm michael Make it rather obvious. The Challenger people are still alive. Look it up. <laughs> oh, no. For anyone, again, like I said just now, with a basic understanding of human psychology. Maybe that's what turned me to a rebel when they traumatized me at that moment. A rebel was born. <laughs> and behavior. If you'd traveled on a high-speed rocket at ludicrous speeds for a vacuum, circled a ball, landed, and came back here, you'd be buzzing till the day you died. Yet as we're about to see, these guys look like they won the lottery, but lost the ticket. <laughs> oh, shit. That's a great analogy. This is obviously the Apollo 11 moon landing <laughs> post press conference. Man's greatest achievement. They left here on a rocket, went into a vacuum, circled a ball, landed on it, docked with an orbiting craft, and then flew back, landed in the ocean, came back. An amazing, amazing achievement. An incredible adventure. And we joined them at the start of the press conference. They're literally oozing 
excitement, adrenaline, <laughs> still buzzing at the after effects of this incredible journey. Let's have a look. At this time, I'd like to introduce the Apollo 11 crew, astronauts Neil. I've got to tell you, they've just come back from the moon, yeah? The greatest achievement of all time. I look happier on a Monday morning before I'm going to work. <laughs> I like this guy. Edwin Alden. I mean, anyone with any common sense here can already see they're lying. They're uncomfortable. I don't know the situation behind it, but I, I mean, we saw the footage, the Apollo. Apollo? One of the Polo landers taken off a few weeks ago. How terrible the production of that was. And of course, we saw when Neil and Buzz were coming back from the moon, supposedly last week or whenever it was, and he was all over the shot. Just terrible. It's awful. It's fake. And if you needed more evidence. Yeah, I mean, we were so young at the time, we probably didn't remember half this shit. But I know that would have been weird as hell to me to see that shit. Apollo. To, to, to just satisfy yourself. <laughs> Not that there's enough evidence already. You only need to watch these two. These three guys. Watch their body language. Watch the sketchiness about them all. Watch the awkwardness about it all. It's obvious. It was our pleasure to have participated in one great adventure. It's an adventure that took place not just in the month of July, but rather. I actually feel sorry for. Nick. I mean, either they're lying or they saw some fucking aliens. Look at the look at these motherfuckers' faces. Like he looks traumatized. Like he's straight up lying. Yeah, this was like a press conference type thing, I guess, where they were asking questions, non-scripted questions. I'm sure. Yeah, if it's real, why do they act like we're crazy for questioning it? Because like he said, people are in love with the patriotism of it all. And you don't want to admit that you've been lied to. What was that quote that Mark Twain said? It was, it's easier to trick somebody than to convince somebody that they're being tricked. Something like that. Oh, yeah. I, I feel sorry for him. No wonder he became a recluse. One that took place in the last decade. We all here and the people listening in today had the opportunity to share that adventure over its... When you do something that's out of the ordinary, especially this dangerous, like flying on rockets, landing on balls, flying through vacuums, getting back in rockets, coming back to another ball, you do stuff dangerous like that, you yeah, don't explain us not having the technology to break the space barrier they mentioned. <laughs> then who built the prince? <laughs> Wee, let's keep on going. Filled with adrenaline. You're buzzing. You do something like that, you'd be buzzing for days. Man, come on, look at these three guys. Come on, man. There's no adrenaline involved with these guys. There's no adrenaline involved with these guys. Sketchiness. It's obvious. It's obvious, man. ...and unfolding in the past months and years. 
It's our privilege today to share with you some of the details of that final month of July. Zero, zero, zero. We won't go on much longer, but you get the point. Three guys. <laughs> you get the point. As hell. Awkward as hell. Supposedly come back from a great journey where they'd be filled with adrenaline. Yeah, supposedly these two dudes never gave any more interviews ever, and he gave a couple. Very limited questions. Just sketchy all around. The whole fucking thing is sketchy as hell. Buzzing. And look at it. Look at him. That was certainly the highlight for the three of us. Wasn't it just, I'm sure you couldn't <laughs> control yourself now. They can't contain themselves, can they? It's a joke. It's just all one big pantomime. And when you know, you know. It's just so bloody obvious. All rockets go to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> That's a whole nother conspiracy there. The damn Bermuda Triangle. Shit. Sonia sent me another link of uh, old Melinda Gates since we were talking about that earlier. Look at them sitting next to each other. How weird. He's just a weirdo. Yeah, see, this was them when they were younger. He was a lot younger then. They've been together forever. Here they are with the little baby. Killing people in Africa with all kinds of vaccines and shit. What's so mind-boggling to me is, like, if you do the statistics of how many black people these two white people killed, and then you get so many black people that are still pushing for the vaccine in our country, saying it's the greatest thing since sliced bread, it's fucking mind-boggling to me. So creepy as hell right there. Got a neck like the Loch Ness Monster. Look at that Loch Ness Monster neck. Don't tell me that ain't no Loch Ness Monster neck right there. Crazy as hell. What about the giant petrified trees? What about them? Those giant redwoods that people, that when they drove through them back in the day? I remember that was some crazy shit back in the day when I was a kid, seeing the pictures of those big-ass trees and people cut out the inside of them and they would um, drive their cars right through them like they're going on through vacation and whatnot. Sonia, what in the hell did you just send me? Douchey's guide to a fulsome straight fare without fear of MPX. Monkey pox. Fulsome is here. 
but so is MPX, monkeypox. Here's some ideas to reduce your risk and still enjoy your favorite kink and fetish festival in San Fran butthole. What are we about to see right here? Do look like a lady. Mm -mm -mm -mm. We're gearing up for an exciting return of our favorite street festival, the Folsom Street Fair. Side note, if y'all never seen any footage of this Folsom Street Fair, I would just say graphic warning because there ain't no telling what we're about to see on this motherfucker. If you read these, oh my God, I don't want to read into it. Oh my God. Hang on, y'all. Sonya says, context, this was put out during the deadly monkeypox outbreak. Yeah, so they still wanted to have the Folsom Street Fair where everybody's out there peeing on each other and licking each other's buttholes. But you got to have social distancing and you can't go eat at a restaurant. The Folsom Street Fair, where you'll get your fill of hot, hairy daddies, hungry pigs, BDSM babes, and kinks of all kinds. What the fuck? We've heard from people who were worried about the attendance, attending events out of fear of contracting the MPX. If you partake in the festivities, here are douchey's hot tips. For a fun and filthy weekend. How is this allowed in public again? I don't understand it either. Keep in mind that there are a lot of ways to reduce risk, like keeping your raggedy ass at home. You may choose to use one or two of these suggestions or none at all. And a quick reminder to remember the COVID-19 precautions. And to get vaccinated for meningitis. Ew, if you haven't already. Douchey hopes that you have a happy and healthy foesome. God damn, what is this going on here? Douchey got vaxxed. Back that thing up. Vax that thing up. Get vaccinated if you can. We know the Genyos vaccine. What in the hell is a Genyos vaccine? Can be difficult to access. Supplies of the vaccine are low nationwide. In San Francisco, drop-in vaccines are available Monday through Friday. What is the ZFFG? What the fuck? That's abbreviated for some dumb shit. Find the information for this bullshit. Look, they got a little pig nose on his ass. What in the hell? Be aware, but not overly afraid. MPX is transmitted from person to person during skin-to-skin -skin contact. With a person who has a rash. Ew! Like during sex or dancing. Ew! Now you gonna get something on your wee wee for dancing with somebody? Put your clothes on. You got a rash on your thing. 
or contact with bodily fluids like when kissing and when engaging in water sports. See, I told y'all they pee pee on each other. Bunch of nasty motherfucker need diapers and shit. Bunch of pee pee babies pissing all over each other. Bunch of bunch of nasty motherfuckers. What the fuck in here? Even though it's technically possible to transmit MPX on surfaces, like if you share a towel with someone who has MPX, fucking gross. It's less likely. There isn't much risk of getting MPX from sharing things like toilet seats, pools, and gym equipment. Unless somebody got some rashy ass put on that gym equipment. Or being in a steam room or a sauna with someone who has MPX monkeypox. Know when to go out and when to stay your raggedy ass at home. It's been long, it's been a long few years without community events because of COVID. We think it's time to get back out there safely and if you feel comfortable doing so. But if you believe you have MPX, the safest thing for yourself and the community is stay your nasty ass at the house. Or you can play dress up. There's never been a better time to dress from top to bottom in latex or leather. Keeping your skin covered is a surefire way to prevent exposure. Look, if they got them in a BDSM outfit, he's about to whip your ass. They gonna do shit, then they gonna whip it. Take a friend to the dungeon. Oh, what in... Sonya, what are you reading? This is what Sonya reads in her part-time, you guys. Spare time reading with Sonya. Going to sex parties with people you know and planning on who you'll hook up with can be one way to reduce your risk if you're unable, if you're able to be open and honest conversations about MPX symptoms and possible exposures. Talk to the people you'll play with ahead of time about MPX, but also things like HIV and PrEP and sexual health testing. Avoiding the crowds. Consider stepping the dark back rooms at parties if they're super crowded and there's no way to control who you're bumping up against and rubbing skin to skin with. Prioritize the parties that draw similar smaller crowds than larger parties that pack you up against thousands of others. What in the hell? Enjoy the show. Check out Bondage demonstrations and other public performances. Use what you see at Folsom as an inspiration for your play with regular sex partners. They just want to spread this shit to regular people. Don't get involved with this shit, y'all. What is going on here? It's okay to be picky with your sex partners. We do this all the time. There are a ton of actors that go into ton of factors. I'm sorry, that go into choosing who you'll have sex with and what you'll do to that person or people. Pay attention to who you're making choices about, who you hook up with, 
and be aware of situations that make you feel uncomfortable or beyond any limits you set for yourself. This advice can be about MPX, but also a reminder about safety and consent. Keep in mind that condoms can reduce risk of MPX, but not eliminate risk entirely. This shit's herpes, y'all. Since MPX rations, lesions can show up all over the body. Condoms are a great way to prevent other STIs and also HIV. Got them all dressed up in a towel. Who was the graphic designer that had to do this, subjecting yourself to this shit? Like, I'm sorry, did you volunteer for this shit? Was there a pay cut? Was there a raise? What was your motivation? Slow your roll. We know it's tempting to plunge head first into your X-rated weekend. To reduce your risk, consider unpacking your weekend. Prioritize a few events and go with people you already know and trust. If you see a bump or bumps, ew, get them checked and cover them up. If you see a bump and feel like it's likely to MPX, for instance, if you had know you have been exposed to or isn't, or it isn't a type of bump you have had before, oh, what in the hell? It makes sense to stay at home and wait on going out until you can get it checked out by your healthcare provider. If you develop MPX, stay home and follow any recommendations. you get from your healthcare provider and the health department. If you got bumps in your skin, other reasons like a blister or acne, I still want you to enjoy the party without unwanted scrutiny. Cover them bitches up with a band-aid or clothe them before you go out, shit. For folks that might recognize bumps that may well indeed be MTX, MPX, that are still determined to go out, cover those bumps up. Ew! You still want to go out there with that bumps on your nuts. Bumps on your nuts. Bumps on your nuts. Going to a party with some bumps on my nuts. Prevent skin-to-skin contact is an effective way to reduce the risk of MPX. Sonia, what have you done? What have you done? Why are you sending me these things? What's wrong with you, woman? What's the matter to you? What is that little cartoon supposed to be? A needle? Uh, yeah, I love how naive your questions are. No, this is... Let me put it back on screen. You can see his name right there. That's douchey. He's a douchey, baby. He's a douchebag. You put that in your booty hole and douche your booty hole out. His name is Douchey the Butthole Douche. Yeah, does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah. Anthony said, boy, I picked a great time to eat. <laughs> yeah. Welcome back, sir.
Oh, you never knew that? That's his name, old douchey to douchey to sack doucher. Yeah, shocked by that public festival. Yeah, um I don't want to misquote myself, but I think I've seen kids at those types of events as well. And it's just like grown men naked and shit walking around doing everything you can think of. People doing all kinds of nasty shit. So, yeah, um, be careful what you're looking for out there in the world. You might just find it. Let me make sure that's all the news stories I have for you guys for this evening. We had those conspiracy theories. We went through all that. It's been a wild ride tonight. I definitely appreciate y'all hanging out with me. So very much. I appreciate y'all. Thank you to all my rebels. I think we might get into doing a, a music show on Tuesday night, and then we'll do a movie show on Thursday night. What do you guys think about that? Thank you to all my rebels. Did, Did you need these... I need to fix that. Thank you to my moderators. I know we don't do much moderating on this side of the thing. But it's always fun to have y'all here regardless. No, I, well, I'm glad you're uh, not naive in a bad way, honey, obviously. Being naive is not a, a bad thing sometimes, especially to these types of subjects. You're glad you don't know some of the things that are out there in the world. Could documentaries be movies or just real movies? Um, I'm down for both because we did the Uncle Tom the other day. What did y'all think about the Uncle Tom movie the other day? I know we were talking about movies per se before we went into it, but these are certain things that I know that people want to see and I want to see. Or, or let you guys experience, you know, if you don't have the means or or have the time or whatever. It's a lot more fun when we're all together hanging out, doing fun stuff like that. So I'm thinking um, maybe we can do music on Tuesday nights and then on Thursday nights we can do movies. What do y'all think about that? You let me know. Documentaries are educational, so maybe everybody is not into that versus entertainment. Yeah, I think we could mix it up a little bit, though. You know what I mean? Um, Latina suggested a movie last week that would probably be uh, educational and entertainment. I'm not sure. But when we pick one for that week or whatever, I'll probably do a, a multiple choice in the chat or something. And then you can just decide what, which one you'd rather see an entertainment film or a documentary type film. And honestly, if you're uh, open minded about things, it could be entertaining too. You know what I mean? Like the one we just saw tonight with the, the snippets of the moon landing shit, that shit's weird, man. Like, Let's do level on Thursday. 
What's level? Is that a movie? I'm going to write it down. Um, Latina suggested one that I think we're going to do for this Thursday, but I will put that down on the list. Um, I can't remember the name of the movie right off the bat. I do have it in my list, so let me go to it. Movies. Oh, Bad Medicine was the name of that movie. That one there. I don't know if you guys had seen that or not, but um, Sonia, I need to give you this link and then you can add movies to the playlist if you wanted to see something documentary wise or whatever else. How's that sound? It's hard to watch everything, so I'm glad I got a moon lesson today. Yeah, actually, I watched that um, over the weekend. I just had to take a break from politics and doing all kinds of other fun stuff because I got memes and stuff I need to try to concentrate on getting done, too. But there were so many news stories this week. Like, I had to put the updates of all these convicts up here doing all this crazy-ass shit. Um, but I still want to do fun stuff too. So, uh, I don't want to get bogged down with, uh, just doing politics shit all the time. So I took a little break off that and the value tainment, thank you so much for turning me on to them. Cause I just subscribed to their channel and that just happened to come across my feed and I watched the interview and I'm like, damn, that's pretty interesting. While I made uh, spaghetti and meatballs the other day, I watched that whole thing and it was pretty interesting. Just can't add real movies to the playlist unless it's free, right? Or you're getting it from YouTube only. Yeah, or you can just, uh, yeah, that's probably just going to be a YouTube type thing. And that's what Latina did was sent me that link to uh, that particular movie. So if you have a particular movie that is available on YouTube, let's see if we can watch it right now, actually. That'll tell me something. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so the fact that it actually came up on my screen, well, I can I can show it. But the other day when we were doing the Uncle Tom movie, I had to finagle it a little bit to make that happen. But there are over ways to there are ways to overcome technology limitations. Every other day, I think I'm done with it. Yeah, it's still comedy though, to you. You know what I mean? Like the. Uh, I love comedy and this whole charade that's going on right now, it's nothing but a fucking clown show. If you don't get entertainment out of this administration, I don't know what to tell you. They've been some of the most entertaining clowns I've ever seen in a presidential seat. <laughs> I mean, you got to laugh at it or you fucking cry. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck are we doing right here? But it is comical. But I think that's going to wrap it up for uh, the news portion of the Rumble show. I definitely appreciate you guys coming. How did I get Uncle Tom? Uh, I bought it on Amazon. And actually, that reminds me too. Thank you so much, Sonia. Uh, Amazon has a watch party feature. Yeah, you're laughing too. Communism, yeah. 
None of that shit ever lasts, man. It either be our generation or the next one. It'll be some kind of revolution that happens that wipe all these idiots off the map. Allegedly. Um, but they do have a watch party on, uh, Amazon that we could possibly do, but that's taking somebody else over to Amazon and shit. Nobody wants to fuck with that. Um, but you're supposed to be able to chat and all that shit too. And I don't know if it's like the YouTube one where you have to actually pay. Everybody pays their fee to watch the movie. That's dumb as hell. In my opinion, that defeats the point of a damn, uh, watch party. But um, that's what we'll do. We'll probably do Tuesday night uh, music's music night, and then we'll do uh, mon- uh, Thursday night movie night. And um, Boomhauer had a good suggestion that we should do a like a patriotic type night, or uh, or that theme for the music, or whatever you know, whatever type of uh, music that you like that has to do with. Political type shit, I guess. Did you know that Amazon has lives? Yeah, the dude that I follow on the technological channels, he streams on Amazon because he sells products and shit over there too. Fooling around with restream and channel options was Amazon. Yeah, I saw that. Um... I don't know if it'll be just for uh, uh, I don't I don't know what their limitations are. Is my point? You know what I mean? So um, either way, that we're gonna figure that out, we'll do it. So if you guys want to give me about thirty minutes, I'm gonna end this stream, and then we're gonna do the music show. I definitely appreciate you guys hanging out with me tonight. All the usual suspects. Uh, Bina, so- uh, Sonia, Anthony, everybody else that joined the chat, all the FBI agents that they're watching and Never Never Land. Make sure you give me a thumbs up and like my videos. Oh, uh, <laughs> dude, that reminds me. I need to get uh, Boom Howard to call in and tell y'all his story about... Uh, his advertising story. Like y'all remember ABL had his, uh, he was talking about Aunt Jemima pancakes the other day. And, um, hang on, I'm going to grab it for you right quick. He was talking about Aunt Jemima pancakes. Damn it. And I was watching that shit on my iPad And not even five minutes after, it was probably five minutes after we got done watching his show that I got this advertisement on YouTube. Look at that shit. You see that shit? I got that fucking Pearl Milling Company advertisement has an ad running on my iPad right after we watched ABL's show and they were talking, he was talking big time about Aunt Jemima and Pearl Milling Company, all that shit. 
I ain't trying to say uh, conspiracies or nothing, but you know what I'm saying. Sonya says it has more channels to broadcast, but less people can join on a panel. So restream, you can get people to join on a panel. That's cool. I was wondering about that. Because you got to take so much uh, bandwidth in order to push it to different places. And you're also hosting those people's cameras and stuff too. You know what I mean? It takes a lot of power. But yeah, if you guys want to uh, yeah, like they weren't listening. Yeah, oh, dude, you already know. But like I said, shout out to all the FBI out there. Make sure you hit that thumbs up. You're going to use it next time to get familiar. Yeah, yeah, do that shit. I, I've been saying I've been uh, wanting to do it. I've been so damn busy. I need to try to block out some time to, to do that and learn it. But like I said, when the uh, folks that uh, created this program did their upgrades, it definitely helped it out so much that I didn't have to even try to learn a whole other program or get into any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, thank you guys for hanging out tonight. I definitely appreciate all y'all. Vina, Sonia, Anthony, Latina. All you guys and girls, if I forget your name or didn't say it, I'm so sorry. But I do appreciate every single one of y'all that comes to my shows. It's always a family event. Not so family friendly on uh, Rumble, but sometimes we got to show the crazy videos here. But if you guys give me about 30 minutes to uh, set up this next stream, we're going to start the music show. I definitely appreciate you guys. And the folks that don't join the music show, have a great evening. I'll see you next time. We'll be live on Thursday night, 7 p.m. Central. Make sure you follow me on Rumble. Follow me on YouTube. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm also on True Social, too. That Rebel WOA reason. Peace out, guys. Have a great evening. <laughs>